me. No. Oh, no. He's too far no, away. No, but it was really but. cool because there was some guy out in, like, the field next to Walking Man doing, like, a, oh. like a, playing the um, bagpipes. And so Meredith finally, you know, I she, nailed, fi- she it. nailed it. And then when she, like, the second she finished, the guy started playing the bagpipes. And it's like, oh, shit, I wasn't recording. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was, like, mortified. But now your surprise of, of of confronting motor is done. I mean, how can you? I'm the, sorry. Wait, wait. Yeah, we have to hand the oh, apples back. Oh. And okay. your surprise of confronting motor about hating us. Yes. Yeah, but I've kind of practiced it in my head, so I think <laughs> I could do it again. But John already took the stem off his apple. You know which one's mine. I'm really very crafty. And I'm really sorry, but it, I didn't figure it out until later that I was thinking, oh, I could have made them, like, you know, world's best teacher thing with, <laughs> with, like, beer stuff. So you still might get one. But Chris said that it was podcast anyway, so no one's going to see it. <laughs> Those might not even be apples in your hand. Oh, we don't know that yet because we're not to that point of the show. Do you know how I, I know it's time for beer? Because the cord's plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, John. Do you need to double check everything? (laughs) No, No, it's working now. No, you know how I know it's time for beer? The homework. Because Meredith's wearing her business. I mean, her. Damn it. Keep going, John. Do you know how I. Two. Take two. Because Meredith is wearing her beer socks. I'm very impressed that you noticed my beer socks. I love these beer socks. I have a. These are my blue ones, but I also have green ones. And I, I normally have on, for every beer event, you'll see me with my, my beer mug earrings that my friend Michelle makes. Brow Frau Designs, everybody. Dot um, com. Dot com. You can also get to it on our link, uh, on our page. But What um, is your page? Thebeergeek.com. I the think Beer you, Geek. The, make sure you put the the. It's like yeah. my favorite band, The Mayfire. Yeah, okay. Yes. The is important. The is important. But, uh, no, I normally have my, my beer mug earrings on, and I absolutely love them. And, uh, you know, a, a girl beer geek cannot be too accessorized. That's what I say. So down to my socks. I like it. Do they make boy beer socks? Well, actually, these They're are. They're blue and gold. They'd these be good are, for football. You know what? These are boys because I got them at the Old Navy. And it was. They, they have were, those at Old Navy? They did. It was. I think it was during um, St. Pa- Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Thing. Yeah. And, you know, how when you're going out, you're checking out, and there's all these, like, you know. Doodads? Um, yeah, doodads. And I'm like, oh my God, there's beer socks. I've been so looking for these. So now I have some. Uh, I need some. They're perfect for football. Yeah, I'll have to find you some more blue and gold ones. Because these oh, blue have, ones are my favorite ones, so I'm not giving up the blue ones. I've got an in at Old Navy Gap and all that stuff. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're not really We've, in, though. Just saying that he's in. Oh. Mm-hmm. We might have Yeah, basically, I love that company, but I don't think I've bought anything from you, any of those like to for be, about 10 years. He'd like I to be more them. in. <laughs> <laughs> You're, right such, you're such a fashion icon. I am. Uh. Yeah. You are listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of What are of you beer. laughing about? Fashion icon? 
There's lots of beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and all of the local beer that might be just two hours away from you. I feel like I've said this before. <laughs> <laughs> I and feel like I've listened to this before. <laughs> Didn't I, wasn't I already on this show? <laughs> deja, deja vu all over it's again. Deja vu all it's over Grandpa again. Day. It is <laughs> the best part about, about about the best part about beer school is the cord. Oh, I mean the homework. Yeah, make sure you plug in the cord because otherwise you won't be listening to beer school. <laughs> Check your levels. Check yes. your levels. Check your levels. Yeah, exactly. Check your Is levels. everything okay? Where's our engineer? Where's our engineer? <laughs> I have to rest. I'll rustle up our engineer. Our Where's engineer our pro- said she'll come do the she'll Where's be our, our producer? Engineer. Where's our engineer? Where's our intern? We need a new intern. We do need an intern. Do you have an intern? <laughs> had an intern. We had oh, an intern. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think well, I after heard a, you guys after advertising an hour and a half production one, meeting at 20, 21A. It was more than an hour and a half. <laughs> we, shouldn't, we shouldn't be expected to figure these things out here. Well, it was plugged in yesterday, and I think that's what the problem was. I'm checking it again. Uh, see, it's all going. It's wonderful. Yeah, you can see the green lights pop. now. Watch me pop. Wait, if I speak around this, I can pop my peas. <laughs> How tragic would that have been to have done the whole show? And then they're not very tragic because I think I was funniest like the last twenty minutes <laughs> yeah. when it wasn't plugged in. Meredith was riffing. No, I, I was doing pretty good. <laughs> I mean, she was just absolutely amazing. But, so, who there. are we talking to? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You know, our first episode we're famous because we never introduced ourselves. <laughs> on our first episode, <laughs> we cut through an hour. <laughs> <laughs> We, we got through an interview on, in a, on a country station in Detroit the other day, and we figured they never mentioned our website. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh. They never mentioned thebeergeek.com? No, they so. didn't. T-H-E-B-E-R-G-E-E-K.com? And that's our fault. Yeah, I mean. would you like to introduce us, Motor? Would I, uh, Meredith? Oh, okay, I don't think I actually like you two. Maybe I'll introduce myself. Why don't yeah? you? Let's pretend this is morning 105 here in Detroit. Country's greatest of young you just, stars. You just listen to what, Chesney? What, what's this? Kenny? Kenny? Kenny Ch- yeah. Oh, my God. He played at the ballpark, and it was just the world's craziest crowd at 21st Amendment. Really? Oh, yeah. Kenny he, Chesney. I'd never heard of he him. in rehab? He's huge. No, that's Keith Urban. He's, oh, that, okay, he's that's huge amongst those folks. Oh, okay. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Well, no. I, I am Meredith with TheBeerGeek.com. And I'm the lesser half, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm such a kiss ass, Chris always told me that that I was a total kiss ass in college she because would talk to the, the teachers. because she I would actually talk, talk to the professors. And so I brought you guys apples today for the world's greatest oh. teachers. Oh, yeah. is it poisonous? No. Is it ticking? I don't think so. Do you hear anything? It doesn't. It's from Whole Foods. It's organic. It's organic. It doesn't taste like ALR. (laughs) I know. Why are you licking the apple? That's disgusting. Talk about deja vu all over again. It's the same stupid jokes the same time. It's a good thing we've had a lot of beers because we can still think these are funny the second time around. We had two or three rounds when we were recording. You know, I can't think of two nicer people to have to repeat the first hour of their school with. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. I know. 
you need now you need to do the your that other bit. I'm upset with Moda for hating us. <laughs> oh, okay. This is my okay. This, oh no, this isn't my rehearsed bit. Um, well, you, no, it's been okay. rehearsed. No, well, no, 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 no. no we went um, through it several times before we came up here too. So because Chris wanted to make sure I said something funny. Um, he, he's not very humorous because I'm generally not very funny um, is that I, I overheard you motor saying that you hated us uh, for traveling so much and um, it, we've known you for a lot of years and I have never had anything but undying love for you Aww. whether it is Cal football beer or your big lovable self <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. I feel that I've let you two down because for the last eight years, I haven't been there sitting behind you at football games. Uh, We have missed you. Are you kidding? All I hear is Chris yelling. I need someone else yelling behind me. It's our love fest. Yeah, it is. It's the love episode of Beer School. The mutual love fest, yeah. Well, because th- for those of you who don't know, is um, Chris, you you two were Mo- in Motor the freshman have, dorms yeah, together. Motor and I have known each other since 1984, <laughs> which makes us what 16 or 17 now. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Almost, almost, <laughs> a couple years we'll be able to drink beer. Just move your hands around, and they won't do the math. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we were in the in the dorms together in Berkeley. So, um, with so many other guests of beer school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does that make Berkeley a hotbed for beer? I have always said that Triple Rock is the Ron Jeremy of the brewing industry. <laughs> Everybody's done it. Everybody, Everybody's e- done him. E- either either go through Triple Rock or SF Brewing. Yeah, Pretty much. We've met Ron. He's a nice guy. Really? Yeah, Ron is the nicest guy. He's very, he's very cool. Yeah, Ron is the nicest guy. I have not done him, by the way. Where did you meet him? Um, we, had, we had a friend in the industry. <laughs> Right on. Is she single? Yeah. No. Ah, damn. Well, I think she is now, but she did him. Oh, my God, we're not talking about this. No, we can't yeah. talk about The that. homework is beer. Yeah. <laughs> Way Ron, to go, Ron, Chris, for opening this line of yeah, discussion. Ron's a nice guy. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> John, focus. Okay, I'm focusing. Give us focus. <laughs> so, we're, uh, we're so you're beating so you're, down a path. So you're <laughs> traveling. You're doing what every beer geek wants to do, which is basically go places and taste beer. We are. We are. I mean, people often tell us that we're living their dream, but we're living our dream also. Um, and the the thing is, is that dreaming is free. To actually do it is very expensive. So if there's anyone out there who would like to take over our debt, please uh, feel free to contact us at thebeergeek.com because we <laughs> yeah. picked an expensive year <laughs> yeah. to do we, this. Between the gas prices and the, the, the weak dollar, this was not the, the year to go to Europe for five, five times. Well, you can, you can buy a product. Prominent ad on the on the front page of the site for what eighty thousand dollars? <laughs> yeah. yeah, are you in the in, in the market for a for new advertising? We should, medium? You know what? We'll sell you an ad on the front of Beer School. We'll sell you an ad. On, uh, it's the model in this industry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll owe you mine if you owe me yours. Yeah, exactly. Well, and so what we what we did this year is that we've been beer travelers for what seventeen, 17 years 17 or years. so. Um, and what we decided to do this year was um, 2008. We declared with with a um, a press release and everything. So I think that makes it official. 
Um, <laughs> we declared 2008 the year in beer. And so every month this year, we have gone to a major beer event or destination. So um, it has been a fantastic year so far. Well, since this is beer school, I'm going to quiz you. No. Oh, no. Not me. Quiz Chris. Look at Chris. Okay. What's the quiz? <laughs> Name all the places you've been so far. Oh, I uh, didn't get that. <laughs> Um, start. <laughs> name, name the capitals of the countries <laughs> you've been to. Um, <laughs> January was Anchorage. Jake, yeah, January was Anchorage. Anchorage is what they like to call it. Uh, February, we were in San Francisco, but we also in February. Wow, you went all the way to San Francisco? Yeah, I heard it's expensive that there. Drive. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. But in February, we also did um, Beer Drink of the Year because our friend Matt Vensky. Woohoo! We love beer you, Matt. Yeah, with Beer Drink of the Year, and he, he won. Um, we went to Denver for Beer Drink of the Year. March, um, we were in Boston for St. Patrick's Day, but we also did Philly Beer Week. April, we were in Seattle. May, we were in Franconia, and then did the Flogging Molly little excursion at Cologne, Munich, and Vienna in three nights. In three nights, I think that's when I decided I hated you. Yeah, when yeah. we saw when we saw Flogging Molly <laughs> yeah. three nights in a row. Have you been, have you been to the Airbrow at the Munich Airport? No, absolutely oh, amazing. It's great. Oh, but shout out to Chef. Oh yeah, uh, the uh, the chef from Twenty First Amendment. Uh, he's in Italy right now, but he always talks about the conne- the connection between. Uh, the international flight and the flight to wherever he is in Italy always goes through Munich. And yeah. it's like But Airbrow is yeah. absolutely amazing. It's it it's like in the central courtyard outside they have a, a beer garden. It was beautiful it was like eighty degrees that day. Absolutely amazing. So that was May. June we were in Ireland. July we were in Oregon for OBF. Um, we had eggs together. Yes. We did. August, we were in England for Great British Beer Festival, and we went out to Somerset. And two weeks from tomorrow, we leave for Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, I've heard of that. Is that that's a beer thing? It's, 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 the world, it's, it's actually the world's largest gathering. Six million people over 15 days. That, that explains why I have to show up early. Yeah. <laughs> well, all, a lot all, of people. All of the reserved spaces are sold out, but that's only six... Sixty percent of the uh, the seating is open. Yeah, Oktoberfest is just too much work. I, I did uh, it. It was uh, just uh, like, that. have you guys done it? Yes, we did it we did once. Two thousand five. The it, amazing thing about Oktoberfest is you think you know how big it is, and then you get there and you go, "Oh my I, god!" I, I think that's <laughs> the thing that just is. It's, a, it's it's just absolutely astounding. I mean, you you can go there, and even once you get to the site, you don't realize. You know, it's like, oh yeah, this isn't too bad. There's not huge crowds. Oh no, you open one of the doors to the tent and it's like, oh my god! And your eyes just get as big as you know. It's it's the ultimate test for a, a beer drinker. Um, it, 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 I think, you know, in terms of um, beer festivals, I think the Burgerkvai in Erlangen is a better German beer festival just because it's smaller. It only gets a million people over twelve days, not <laughs> six million people. The thing is that I mean, it's the ultimate test because it's the hardest one to do. I mean, in terms of the, oh, number, yeah. the number of people getting it. I mean. You're going to be disappointed if you don't see the tents. I mean, it's just, it's so hard to do, and it's just the ultimate test. And you can't be shy, which, yeah, oh, yeah. regardless of how we're sounding right now, Chris and I are actually quite shy. We're wallflowers. <laughs> we are. It's we're ridiculous. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a typical German thing. I mean, when you're in a beer hall, I mean, 
if there's one seat available and you know the only way you can get a beer if you're in that seat i mean you got to ask you right. know can I learn what it said? You know, in Chilgung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitzen. You know, you know, just figure something out to say. You know, can I have this? Spot or just so, point. Yeah, can I have this spot so I can get a freaking leader? <laughs> That'd be a good T-shirt. Yeah. Um, and so, it's not the best beer festival in the world, but it is, I believe it's the ultimate test for a beer drinker. It is an experience. You, you yeah, need I mean, to try just, and do it at least once. Just the sheer yeah. magnet. I mean, just oh, yeah. yeah, it's just uh, absolutely, I mean, it just it's awe-inspiring. Just the, it's just amazing. So we had somebody that gave us a statistic about how much beer was actually consumed during the festival. And... <laughs> It was like 60% of a brewery's capacity was consumed in the during the fest. I always like the stat about the oxen. Yeah. Oh, How yes. many? Yes. <laughs> well, the 1,200 oxen. 1,200 oxen. <laughs> How many chickens? Eighty, Like 18. a billion. Yeah, like a million chickens. There's nothing better than chicken at Oktoberfest. <laughs> Who eats chicken? Did you eat chicken oh, at Oktoberfest? Hell yeah. Did that? I'm not sure I even saw any chicken. Well, and we were talking about they have the, those big we rotisseries were, like along a wall. They're like roasting they, like oh, a yeah, thousand but I, chickens. They have one. the oxen on those. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Is Hunting. that, that uh, the Schweinehaxe is is it's a pig knuckle? It is absolutely. It looks like Neanderthals like gnawing at this big hunk of meat, and it is like <laughs> the best. And the crunchy outside skin, totally bad for you, but really yummy. Yes. <laughs> it's very good. Now, anywhere you go in Germany, Schweinhaxen is always on the menu. It's mm-hmm. like one of the, the few, like, it's like here, hamburgers. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. it's like I'd like a knuckle of pig, please. And it's served with a knife stabbed into uh-huh. it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That's Meredith's favorite meal. It is. So, Oktoberfest, November? Um, San Diego. Okay. No, actually, October will be at GABF, and then November will be in San Diego. And then we finish up in um, December in Belgium. There's a Christmas beer festival called the. Uh, I'm going to butcher, butcher my Flemish. Um, <laughs> it's the curse. It's the curse first. This is beer. school, hun. Just do the best you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. It's the curse. It's, it's the curse first beer festival, and it's a Christmas beer festival outside of Antwerp. And apparently, it, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, these Belgian brewers pull out these bottles of. You know, aged beers that you you'll never see again in your life, and uh, that's the 13th and 14th of December, and we're um, we're finishing up. That's the finishing. Of that's trip. practically a plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I mean, it's, it's, if it's, anyone wants to join us, well, yeah. if anyone wants to pay our way and we'll go with you, yeah, that'd be great. Um, no, but wow, <laughs> I'd say the exact same thing. It's the end Are you the, listening? Stuart? It's the end of the year in beer, and so we're trying to go out on a big bang. And we actually, oh yeah, Stuart. Oh, sorry, I just got that. Yeah, yeah we got Stuart. that. Yeah, yeah. Stuart, um, we're take gonna, us with we're, you. We're starting. Uh, we're going to see a couple. I think we're seeing Flogging Molly in uh, Ghent and Amsterdam to start the tour. <laughs> Which is our other life besides beer is Foggy Molly. Do you want to explain why? Um, not uh, really. Oh, okay. No, I, I, okay. I think that goes too long. But then um, we're going to try to do all seven Trappists before we get to the Christmas Beer Festival. That's ambitious. Yeah. But just because, I mean, they have so, I mean, their hours and, so, I mean, we, it it's actually takes a lot of planning. Yeah. Because, and then one of them, you actually have to email them and say why you want to go there. Like, you know, I'm in the industry. 
You have know. to write an essay <laughs> yeah. as to why yeah, you yeah, want to be there. <laughs> yes, I will have to write an essay and say why we want to. I, I is can't that remember, our homework assignment? I can't remember which one it is, but one of them I think we have to like write them and say why we're, we want to go there. Dear, uh, <laughs> dear monks, I've always wanted to yeah. visit your place. It would make me very I, I happy. Am, I, I just came up with this idea the other day. I'm obsessed about doing this project. We need to finish it. And you are the only thing stopping me from my <laughs> from fulfilling sincerely, my life's dream. Sincerely, Chris and Meredith. Love we're gonna go to, uh, to Bruges. I mean, did you see Bruges? Did you see? Did you see the movie in Bruges? You know, that's a funny question, and for everybody at home, this is not rehearsed. I rented that Friday night, and I this thought I was fr- yeah, and night? I thought I was really gonna like it. Oh no! no you're not gonna say you didn't like it. I didn't like it. Oh, what? <laughs> okay, I Colin, thought it was gonna be funnier. Oh I thought it was gonna be. Oh my God, I was thinking it was gonna be like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Colin um, Farrell I don't was like on Co- fire. Co- he I don't was like great. Colin Farrell that much, but he was brilliant. I mean, that it was, was the brilliant. perfect role. For Bruges, and oh. this everybody who's listening in an office right now, I'm gonna say a bad word. Bruges is a shithole. <laughs> That's just repeated throughout the film. That's like his line. He's but the no, whole thing I loved it because I'm like, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there. I've been there. See, now we haven't been there before. And we've so only that's been to Brussels. Why, so yeah, we, yeah we, we're, we're excited about going to Bruges. I have it, it off- does, it, the movie does get very, very dark at the end. I've described Bruges. I go, I thought I wasn't going to like it when I went. I've been twice now. I thought I wasn't going to like it because everybody's like, it's so touristy, it's so pretty, it's all this. And I'm like, you can't be sipping beer when I say this. Mm. Bruges is like Carmel. Sorry, I'm listening. People actually live there. It's really cute. It's disgustingly cute, but people actually live there, and it's a real town. Well, so yes. that's a compliment. It is. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure there for a minute. I don't think anybody could argue that Carmel's not disgustingly cute. Well, but Bruges is the same way. It's like people like- actually live here. Something happens here. It's not like it's. I was thinking Solvang. Oh. <laughs> Which is like one big movie set. Yeah. But uh, no, Bruges is great. Bruges is a lot of fun. So what did you like about the movie, though? That was the, I, I thought, thought it was going to be funnier. You know, oh, people are getting their heads blown. Colin Farrell, I mean, he was brilliant. I mean, he's a terrible <laughs> actor, and he was... That was it was the perfect, perfect role. role for him. It was the perfect role for him. That was movies. It was too dark. I wanted more guffaws. Okay. Guffaws. Sorry. You wanted more Caddyshack, less... less lock, lock. Exactly. I'm not that deep. Okay. I'm not that deep. <laughs> Despite your Berkeley education, you're not true. You're a very shallow person. I'm a very shallow person. It's all right. Shallow is I am okay. great. G R A T. Please. No, it was a fun movie. I'm just like, I was expecting funnier. You know, people wow. getting killed should be funny. <laughs> Small children getting killed should be funny. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. On that note. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where does this go next? Um, so Bruges. Really? So, Ghent? You have to go to the mustard store in Ghent. The mustard store? The world's greatest mustard ever. <gasps> if you search Ghent mustard, you'll find my video of going to the mustard store in Ghent to get the world's best mustard oh, ever. Oh, we'll have to watch that then. We love mustard. Yes. There's this one. What, what, is it French mustard? I don't know. There's this one mustard that that whether we go to Europe or Chris's parents go, someone always has to bring it back, and it's always it's done one. by the time that uh, the next person goes. And it is the most fabulous spicy mustard. It's great. Oh, this great is for like that, but it's better. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yes. just so you know that Motor's not just making this up. <laughs> I've heard, Which you know, unicorns, <laughs> unicorn meat tastes extra calcium. Tastes like calcium because it's Tastes growing. like chicken? No, no, no. No, Motor's not making this up. I've heard this story from Steve and Justine. I've heard this story from Claudia and Roger. I've heard this story from... Um, Yasi got a jar of it, but you didn't hear this. You probably didn't I didn't hear. I haven't heard Yossi. the story from Yasi. And my sister's the one who initially sent me to this re- this mustard right. store in Ghent. And and uh, and uh, Susan and Stephen have been there. Yes. So the story has been verified six times. It's not just. It's but not these just. All, these are all people connected to Motor, though. No, isn't everyone? Stephen Justine didn't know Motor uh, yeah. before they went to the mustard store, and they hear the mustard store, and they start telling you, they start chattering about about how. Awesome, this is. I'm like, I have to go to this damn place. <laughs> I have, a, that is I have a destination that on the is planet. Great, that is great information to have, actually. That so Trader Ricks in Munich. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm, not I'm sure the Mai Tai is going to be at least oh, no. not $25 when you're done with it. Oh, you know what? I, I so have to go to Trader Fix, and, and I really drink <laughs> no. nothing but beer, but I will have a Mai Tai. And we you might know, even film it in honor of you. Meredith, I don't hate you. I love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, my goal, my, my goal is if I hit the lottery, I'm going to go to every Trader Fix on the planet. Oh, I thought you were going to say you would take us like every place take, you go. I will <laughs> take you to every Trader Fix. There's one in Hamburg, too. Really? Hmm. Yes. Okay, and well. Two in Abu Dubai. You know, see, this is this That's is what concept. Oh this, yeah, <laughs> but this is what talking about travel is all about: is that we hear these different places that okay, we would not have thought to go to Trader Vicks, you know. And so, you know, these these are the things that you hear, and that's really. Um, what our site is about is is it's not about telling people where to go or, um, you know, rating places or rating beer. It's encouraging people to go to places that are going to make them happy. These are the places that we have been that have made us happy. Step outside the box. Why don't you go? Step outside the box. Yeah. Well, here's an example. I was in Las Vegas two weeks ago at a convention, and I was there because I was speaking. But I hate Vegas. I, I, <laughs> Vegas I, is so fun. I, well, not when you're working. Well, no, okay. Right? It's really annoying when you're working. You're like, you just wanted, I want it to, I want there to be a working section and then, you know, everybody else. <laughs> so um, while I was there, well, actually, when I got back, found out that there was a pinball hall of fame in Vegas. Really? Yeah. And they've, this guy has restored all of these pinball machines to working conditions. And when they're done, when he's done restoring them, they go on the floor and they cost a quarter or 50 cents in order for them to, to work. And I'm like, damn it. If I would have known, I would have gone. You wouldn't spend, a, spent your quarters on the slots. I you would have gone to I the, gone the, to the pinball, pinball arcade. I would have dropped 40 bucks on pinball and I would have been way happier. I, I can give you my two my two picks for if you're in Vegas, Hoover Dam. Yeah, mm-hmm. take the dam tour. Which is take, not Vegas. Take the dam tour. Uh, yeah. You're in Vegas. You can go. There. It's like There's the one of your woods when you're here. There's a tour of Hoover Dam. Yeah, and uh, the Museum of Nuclear Testing. That would be cool. That's too. also right around the corner from the Hard Rock. Everything we passed you, it. Everything for you is around the corner from the it's hard rock. All around, I'll the hard rock around is the only the hard place. Rock. I'm with John. I don't like Vegas. The only place that I find tolerable and happy in Vegas is the Hard Rock. 
because like it doesn't York, have the constant New York, New York is not bad either. But I really like the hard rock. And you got Gordon Beers there at the Hofbrand now. I've heard Augustiner. Mm-hmm. And the Museum of Nuclear Testing, pretty no, much. The Augustiner is the one in, is in Munich. Oh, I thought no. when you were telling that story, <laughs> no. I thought Augustiner was opening. No, I thought no, Augustiner. It's opening. No, it's, oh. They're opening across from the, the Hopper House in Munich. Not I thought. One in Vegas. I thought when we were talking, I thought they were opening one in Vegas to catch up with the Hopper that had one in Vegas. No. Motor was our inspiration, by the way. Do you want to? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we saw Motor in Vegas. uh, What was that? Was two thousand four or something? We were in the Las Vegas Bowl. Yeah, that was a fun bowl. Yeah, that was a fun. fun. That was a fun trip. Uh, And so um, we met. We met. We saw Motor out in front of the Hopera House, which is literally across the street from the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. And and Motor, you know, made. I, I think the ultimate brilliant observation. <laughs> I mean, there can there cannot be another more brilliant observation than this is that, you know, in Munich, the Hopper House and the Hard Rock Cafe are across from each other as well, and so and, and that's where, and that's where really the light bulb came off in my head. It's like, wow, that's the whole idea for a beer travel site. That um, you could, you know, when you're in Munich. You go to the Hopper House. There's actually better places to go for beer right across from the Hopper House. So not being the Hard Rock, though. Yeah, you're not yeah, being the no, Hard Rock. I don't, no. I don't think we've gone into the Hard Rock in Munich. Yeah, but you know, there's the Eyinger place, which is you know, the Hard Rock is right here in front of you if you're walking out in front of the Hopper House, and then the Eyinger, the Hotel Plotzel is right there, which has the Eyinger beer, which is um, not Munich beer. But it's still great German beer, and they have amazing German food. And it's not the Oktoberfest atmosphere. I mean, it's a very relaxed German restaurant. There's no band. There's no a thousand tourists. I mean, but literally, literally, it's twenty feet across the way from the Hopra House, and so. I mean, everybody sees the Hopper House, and it's a great place. I mean, I don't want to knock it, but it's an icon. It's you like got, you, you, you have it's to fun. go there. It, yeah. It's a great time, but if you want to have, I think, a better experience, go across to the Hotel Plaza, and that. So when you said that to me, I mean, that's that was the light bulb. Was, oh wow! I think Motor has an idea. Here. <laughs> and you know all about ordering Munich beer, right? Yeah. Oh, Motor does. But he's raising his hand. That was, it doesn't what? work without video. Yeah, it, it, every place you go in Germany, Germany has just got so many the like social conventions having to do with beer. There's the uh, the Stomschus that I wish they'd oh, have. Yeah, well, we, we, that we, we made the mistake of the one time. Boy. And so, the crazy thing was is that I walked into this place and I, I literally looked for the Stomtisch, which um, literally in German means locals' table, and only locals can sit there. And if you sit there, people will... The, will the, ask you to leave. The staff will ask you to leave. And so I walked into this place... And I kind of like scanned it and say, okay, that's not the local table. We sat there, and the people immediately came up to us and said, you can't sit here. 
Because it's generally the most decorated table. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's got yeah, like the most a, ornate, beautiful seen, things. I've seen and one with little hops. fences and little gates and all that sort oh. of stuff. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's in, in Regensburg. In Regensburg, it was wow. like. Stop was, this is a great thing. I mean, yeah. I can, oh, yeah. 21 <laughs> I can think of a couple of pubs. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Could use a stomp dish. Barclays could use a stomp dish. I mean, yeah. you know, I just need, you know. Oh, and uh, Tornado. Yes. Yes. They have it. It's the whole back room. Yeah, but it's not always open and for uh, for us to hang out. But when it, but I was trying to get you to tell this one story is one of our. Oh yeah, our, so we honey. Yeah, hun, yeah. you're not you doing like your job. You guys are like an job. old married couple. Yeah. Well, 19, yeah, yeah, we are an old married couple. Like, so it was the first. Time, it was. The I'm first, surprised we haven't been bickering on the hair. It was the first, it was the first time we were in Munich. And um, when I go to a place, normally I just, it's just easiest to go down the menu from top to bottom. And so we went to the Augster Keller and we went, it, I mean, this is not video, uh, video, so you can't see me. No, just the, stare right into the microphone. Yeah, no, you'll but, see. You know, the, 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 the waiter was like motor is not, I mean, they, the waiter was a bigger guy. He was a guy. large man. Yes, he was like motor and eye size. And so he's a bigger, he's a larger person. With a handlebar mustache. And with a handlebar, yeah, and, and the later hose. <laughs> and so, I mean, I just went down to the top menu and the first beer was the pills. And so I said, you know, can I have a pills? And, and he pointed, I said, no, that is not Munich beer. You will have Munich beer. And he pointed at the Hellas. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> you know, but the, and, you know, and I'm just like, this is my first time in Munich, and I'm just scared to death to begin with. <laughs> and the guy, this this huge guy, is telling me, you know, you just ordered the wrong beer, and you will have a Hellas because that's a Munich beer. And what I love about this story is because I think I ordered first, and I love Hellas, so I ordered the right beer. <laughs> <laughs> Score one for the girl beer geek. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not allowed to drink that beer. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was. Yeah. It was quite. It actually was quite that forceful. That is not Munich beer. It was quite forceful, and if if you're not familiar <laughs> with um, kind of the the German um, abruptness and just the frank tell it like it is, you could be pretty he intimidated. Was being friendly for German, and he was yeah. pretty good. I we just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear you say that you were so nervous that he said that, but. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> well, he was wearing Lederhosen. <laughs> well, he was wearing Lederhosen. If I had Lederhosen on, I, I, it would have been a it would have been a throwdown at that one. I was just in my normal shorts and a t-shirt, so I felt inadequate for a throwdown. Uh, I, you know what? I have been trying for years to get Chris to buy Lederhosen. When we've been over there, and he won't buy one. He won't buy That's that. That's because you don't have a spare thousand dollars clicking around well, in your no, pocket. You can get, you, know what? You, can get, you can look in their bargain bin baskets out in front of their stores, and they will really? actually have used ones. Yes, which I would think are much better because I, I wouldn't think they would chafe as much. You know, and this is They've in all broken. seriousness, and the season is coming. The season is coming. Um, I got a friend of mine gave me his later husband. Oh, he, oh my just God, the pants. I would love to see you. Just the pants. not the, So I got the suspenders, I got the shirt, and I got the socks. And suspenders, shirt, and socks set me back $450. Wow, really? Yes. Yeah. But can, the they're out- so comfortable. Are they really? I could wear them all the time. Wait, you guys, sorry. Chris just left to go use the little boys' room. I wish you would tell him that because I so <laughs> want him to buy some. Well, you got to come back up when Schroeder's does their thing. Okay. Or Tornado. I do show up at Tornado and Lederhosen when they do Oktoberfest. <laughs> I really would like to see that. 
that's that's why the Queen of Tornado loves me. <laughs> I drink I, my Radeberger and I'm there in my Lederhosen, and they have what is the, there's a great sort of like punk polka band that they've had there before. I don't think they had them last year. They had them the year before. Pokaside. Pokaside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name. Yeah, they do like covers polka style. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're fantastic, but uh, yeah. Well, and I love my lighter house. Well, I have my um, my little dirndl outfit, and um, you're right; it does get very expensive. the The long dress ones. It's not just um, you have the dress part. You're all laced up. I mean, it's well, my sister's have, got it, and other friends have, have it. You're like, well, you have the the little top part. And um, then you have the dress part, and then you have the apron part, and so yeah, you, have you know, what? you have a little collar with a little very thing expensive. on it. Um, I think it was like two hundred euros. Yeah, yeah, it was it was um, quite it was a bit. One hundred eighty euros. I think. Yeah, I'm supposed to tell you how comfortable my lighter hosen is. Oh, Chris needs another bear. <laughs> no, I think uh, Johnny's another bear. No, uh, he was pointing to you. Okay, um, lighter hosen's really comfortable. That's what you missed when you were gone. Do you, I wanted do you him go, to tell do you, you that. Go commando or do you, you know, <laughs> no, I don't go commando. I'm not so that's why that's why it's comfortable though. If you had if you didn't have anything underneath it, I don't think it would be comfortable. No leather. Okay, wait. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was gonna. I, no, it's no. like wearing a big are you barrel. Experience here, hun? Are, you talking, are you talking from experience here? Leather on skin for a guy. We'll just say it that way. I, I'm not sure that that would be so comfortable. But see, Motor's saying that's not the way he goes. No. Hmm. Junk stays where it belongs. Junk's taken care of. <laughs> I've been really. Although there's there are a lot of flaps one. and buttons to deal with when you have to, you know, excuse yourself from the table. Oh my gosh! Wouldn't it just be like there's just like a couple buttons on the side and the flap flops down? Right? <laughs> well, beer school where the homework is beer. The flap flops. Yeah, I'm that's sorry, a great. I'm, I'm the one who's been taking this into the gutter. The oh, flap flops. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. Trust now. me, I, I will be out in my lederhosen. It's, the season's coming up. Is I love so the fact that the Germans fool all the weeks. Americans by calling it Oktoberfest and holding it in September. They all get very confused by that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Oktoberfest. How come you guys aren't partying? It's October. <laughs> I mean, you came over here for this <laughs> festival. Dude, so where's the party? <laughs> Actually, the second time we were over in Germany, we, uh, we were in Munich like a week before Oktoberfest started, which was... Kind of stupid on my part. <laughs> Why would I do that? But it was interesting to see. I mean, because you you can go down to the the festival grounds, the Grace and Lisa, yeah, and you, yeah, and you could walk around while they're set. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, because they've started they started a couple of weeks ago setting up these quote tents, which are semi permanent structures, right? Small cities, and, yeah, and you could walk around there and just kind of see them setting the, all this crap up, and it's just absolutely amazing the what goes behind it. I love all the freaky uh, rides that they have. Oh, <laughs> did you watch the our Burger King episode? Uh, okay, don't, don't put him on the spot. I was probably drinking yes, at the time. Yes, yeah. yes sure it was great. It. And um, Chris, you look so good on that video. Yeah, I I went on, <laughs> I went on one of the rides, and um, did you? I, go- I did. I went on one of the rides. They, it was the so Berg, awesome. At the Berg, they have the same thing. They have all those the puking carnival rides. It's like, <laughs> who what, who came up with this idea? Leaders of beer and <laughs> carnival rides car, and and puke inducing carnival and rides. It's, it, it's not the teacups. It's the. I, it's I the went on. I went on like a, a centrifuge kind of um, ride, and um, I was like, "All right, yeah." I mean, okay, it was tipsy. It's like, woohoo! This all right, three, let's go. Three let's go. Of the day. And so, um, so I go. 
and Chris is like, no, I'm not going. And uh, so I get on, and I'm doing it, and it's like I kept my eyes closed the whole time. It was like, ah! And uh, then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, wow, I feel a little bit of spray. And I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 no. no. And um, sure enough, like a little ways down, not close enough, thank goodness, but um, a little ways down, yes, there was someone puking on the ride. And I thought, all right. But when I, if you watch that episode, when I run off, I'm like, oh, woo! I was like, I was really. I just got puked on. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go have another beer. The hundred year old toboggan ride. Did you? Did you? Oh, I, I yeah. We actually that was by the gate by where I was staying. Yeah, the toboggan okay. ride was right there. And then there's the ride, and I really I have to put this stuff up on YouTube. There's the ride where people are strapped into chairs like six across, and it's like an asterisk, so they're like eight arms, and the thing rotates around one axis, and it's on a long pole with a weight on the other, on top of a pole like that, and it's just like spinning people in the air. I've never seen that ride in this country. Well, and you never will. And they've got some really kick-ass uh, roller coasters, too. Well, and that's the thing is, I mean, because the Bird Creek Fi is a lot smaller, so it, it doesn't have quite all of the um, you know stomach stomach dropping <laughs> rides. Um, but yes, so um, we we did not last time venture into the carnival area of Oktoberfest, but we will definitely this year. And and uh, since I am the star of our videos, I, apparently it'll be me to go on. But I always um, call myself the talent. Well, that's what, yeah, Chris sometimes calls me the talent. But, um, yeah, again, I don't like the star part. I'm not a star. I'm a talent. You could be the hair. I could do the hair. I'm the hair. I'm the hair. Well, and you know what is I got my hair cut recently, and someone at work said, this is the third hairstyle I've seen you have since I met you. And sure enough, I can look back in the videos. So January, I had one hair. (laughs) February through August, I had another. And you will see yet another in our Oktoberfest. And so what is the inspiration for all these haircuts? What's the problem? Lice. (laughs) (laughs) chris you're not supposed to say that hood hood on my head oh no it really is that i've been feeling old (laughs) no no No, part of it is because taking no i don't want to talk about this okay next subject yes the homework is beer no (laughs) it's not the homework yet (laughs) <laughs> so, Deutsch Hall 1984. She messes up her hair when she takes off a, something else. She has to pull over her head. So that's, that's been the big problem in the last year with hairstyles. Because I am the on-air talent. So Look, you guys can't see this, but I'm getting completely red. Stop it. See, John was saving me. Why did you have I to? I was trying to segue to something okay, else. Okay, okay. Remember remember yeah. the dorms that have Ratatouille, and we had no idea what Ratatouille was until Pixar came out with that movie? You guys had that in the dorms? Oh, yeah. They made Ratatouille. It was horrible. That was really just kind of throwing everything they had left, it's right? True. It's true. Well, that's what, <laughs> that's it's, what it's the dish like is. It's kind of like the Buffy episode when the, the, the cafeteria worker's trying to kill everybody. I never watched Buffy. Are you not a what? Buffy fan? No. Okay, Are didn't you? like in Bruges. Oh, doesn't okay, get no I'm not, I'm not sure we <laughs> can like you anymore. All right. Don't like Buffy now. Take back his apple. Yeah, Buffy. Buffy. That is, one is poisoned. Buffy is the bomb. Do you know Buffy, John? I do know Buffy. <gasps> yeah, we're huge Buffy. We fans. are huge Buffy oh, fans. Cool. My the uh, there's three Buff- there's three episodes that stand out, and one of them is the silent 
Oh yes. Oh yes. That is an awesome one. It's it's very um it's called, it's called Hush. Yeah, it's Hush yeah. that right. Yeah. Yeah. Except at the end, I mean the the stupid um uh the the paper. The head machine, exploding. I mean they they did they they ruined the episode but but everything else oh, brilliant right um, you know if I had to pee this would be a great time for me to exactly. yeah, yeah. we're talking about Buffy yeah um, we're yeah. Go. <laughs> the, the, and your the, other two? the musical I oh, love I, I love <laughs> I love that one too controversy I love that only, one too the only good thing about the musical one is that Buffy says that she was in heaven and she wasn't in hell and I mean everyone realizes that she did was. you know that the Spike guy what is it James Marsters he actually does have a band. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he has a band. Yeah, he really has a band. And so what's the third episode? The third episode, I have to think of the 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 possible name of it. Let's it's see. The one with Evil Kirk and No, it's <laughs> not the one with Evil Kirk. It's the uh, Well, to to fill the dead air, yeah. there is actually one with Buffy drinking beer. And um, beer, bad. beer bad is the name of the episode, and she um, she starts drinking beer, and they have I don't know some someone has put something in the beer, and so she turns into like cave woman. It makes everyone go kind of um, you know prehistoric and you know one syllable words, and she's not scantily clad like Barbarella or anything, but but uh, she goes it, it makes her prehistoric so that is the beer if you have a Sarah Michelle Geller fetish that's the episode for you yeah no I'm not sure yeah. so what I, the, th- the third one is the third one is the time travel one when when she and Angel actually get together oh no are you talking about the one that, where Angel it goes back to his his roots where he's no it's at the end of the episode they have to cast some spell and it resets everything to 36 hours before and everything is forgotten no that's the Angel episode okay that's the, that's where Buffy is on Angel yeah, okay. yeah. That, was, that was a crossover well no line. the writing of that was really that was the that was the whole premise of it to see what would happen if you, and then to have access denied at the end that was Angel that okay. was Angel and so if you see, love the if you love the Angel Buffy love story that is just really crushing alright yeah oh well I was, no, I was I just like point, but back to beer. I was gonna I was gonna point out that all square pegs is now out on DVD. <laughs> is it really? I love yes, that it is. show. And for all you pervy guys who want to see Sarah Jessica Parker is like a fifteen year old in high school. Your moment is here. You probably didn't even know the show existed. <laughs> that was a good show. I watched I, loved I watched that, that show. show. I didn't know it was really a guy show. Was it a guy show at the time? Or just now? <laughs> I always love the waitresses. I have everything they've done. Oh, okay. Square pig, square pig, cut square, that out. square just pig. Cut the part out about. Cut what out? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm giving the name of somebody who. Oh, well, that show hasn't even been posted yet. <laughs> well, no, we'll plug our our site again. Thebeergeek.com. Yeah, Thebeergeek.com. Yeah, go watch some videos and uh... watch our videos. And um, really, I mean, our our philosophy is re- we've combined two things that we absolutely love, and that is travel well, and and beer. Oh, and, oh yeah, three, three and each other. Yeah, Sorry. we love each other. Aww, yeah, each other. I love you all too. Yeah, which which <laughs> apparently, I mean, that really is kind of the. I mean, to us, it doesn't seem very weird, but that really is kind of the the difference is that we do 
this all together? And people often say to me, um, you know, or say to Chris, oh, you're so lucky. You found you found a woman who who will embrace your beer, your love of beer. And it's like, what? And it's like, no, we, we we the thing is, is Chris and I have known each other um, for 25 years and we've been dating for about 23 and um, we this is a passion that has definitely grown up together and so we just kind of naturally do everything together so um, but it's it's about going out there and um, we don't rate beer we don't rate places we don't create itineraries for people it's really about encouraging people to go out there and experience things for themselves because there's a, a lot of really cool things that can happen when you're when you're drinking beer and and but you meet people. It, it, the whole thing is, it's just easy to do. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's not like I mean, I think I think we try to appeal to somebody who might just not be a beer traveler, but might go to the Hopper House right. if they're in Munich. And so you know, to tell them something, you know. Very easy to do to, to to step outside of that you know the, the the travel box, but also I mean we do the 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 seven Bamberg breweries in an afternoon, and so <laughs> I mean I think we we can appeal to some of the hardcore people and say you know you actually can go to seven breweries in an afternoon in Bamberg and have a great time. I mean they're all in walking distance to each other, and you know and so we appeal to, we're trying you know we appeal to that wider. You know, to anybody who wants to just experience beer, right. you don't have to. You don't have to be like us. Well, the the one of the things that's very important that you just said is that you're not rating beer, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're not reviewing places. You're experiencing them for what they are. And if I go to the East Coast, for example, I'm going to find different styles of beer, and I may not like those styles because they're not what I'm used to drinking here. But that doesn't mean that they're bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that the people that live on the East Coast don't love that beer. And, well, and the best example of that, actually, is our, our recent trip to the Great British Beer Festival. I, I am a total German lager girl. And um, to go to London for a real ale festival is a, is a little bit tough. And um, <laughs> I, I did survive, although I, I will admit I... I ran over a few times over to the international bar and and had um some some irish microbrews which the irish craft brew industry is up and coming um but also had a couple of uh german beers um but i i actually did quite well and um you know people say oh you know it's warm it's flat well it's not as cold it's not as carbonated, but you can certainly appreciate it for what it is, and and that's exactly what we do. We we um, we appreciate places for what they are, not trying to compare them, especially as uh, West Coast craft beer drinkers. Um, we have a certain idea of what things are, and right. you just can't hang on to to that standard when you go other places, right. especially when this beer that we're drinking really wasn't even made. In history, mm-hmm. like this is a this is a very new style that's come that's come out. We took some um, Pliny 
to our friends. Oh, Pliny, um, so that's Pliny the Elder Pliny, from Russia. Pliny yeah. the Elder um, to uh, our friends in England, and uh, we're very concerned that because the, especially the people in England are always complaining about um, you know the hop tea that the <laughs> Americans create, and that that it's extremely out of balance. Yeah. And so we were really worried, you know. And so we're like, you guys, this is like the hottest thing right now. Taste it, see what you think. They all loved it. They and your loved friends it. also are cellar masters. Yes, they're cellar men. It's not just yeah. like some bloke on no, the high street. No, no, these are guys who, who know. Yeah. No. So we were a little surprised by that, actually. So I, I think a uh, you know kudos go out to Vinny for making that absolutely fabulous beer that uh, even even real ale drinkers can appreciate. But I mean, back to this, the whole idea of I mean, not rating beer is that I mean, there's so many sites out there that rate beer. And right. So when we decided that we were going to do more of a serious beer site, I mean, first thing we decided is that we're not going to rate beer. I mean, just because, you know, why why join the crowd of you right. know, all of those other sites? <laughs> well, or, or have or have <laughs> well, to, or have the, I have find to that. have to answer that question all the time of. What's the best beer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, you know it, it, yeah, but the whole. <laughs> oh, thing, I'm sorry. Watermelon <laughs> weed. Hot, but, that's higher hell watermelon weed. But, 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 available at most Bevmore stores. I had we, one this afternoon. Very tasty. Oh no, I guess uh, it was this morning. I guess very yummy. So we were talking about beer books earlier with you know the Pete Brown books, and um, there's another one called God. I'm going to forget it now. It was uh, Pint Size Ireland, and so um, this guy's going around Ireland. Um, and the whole premise of the book is finding the perfect pint of, of Guinness. And so when he's in Dublin, everyone tells him when he's in the West. Or when he's in Dublin, everyone tells him, oh, the perfect pint of Guinness is in the West. When he's in the West, everyone tells him it's in, it's in Dublin. But at the end of the book, you know, it finally says, the perfect pint of Guinness is the one you're holding in your hands, drinking with your friends. And that is... That is, As, that is the definition mm-hmm. yeah. of beer. I mean, I don't care if it tastes like Rainier cherries or Fuji apples or, <laughs> you know, you know, you can you can you can talk about beer and make minutia out of it. But in the end, beer is about friends. I mean, wine is about a couple sitting together at a romantic table drinking wine. A beer is about a big group of people at a you know at a German beer hall. That's what beer is about. Listening to Flogging Molly. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yeah if we're listening to Flogging Molly, that would be great. But, I mean, you know, beer beer is about friends and just having a good time. And so I mean, and, and I think you know, it's just that gets lost in a lot of what's going on. Well, but. and and couples can do that together without it being just the guy thing. I mean, yeah. on one of these. Um, interviews recently on these country stations that we seem to have been doing interviews on um one of the one of the women hosts she had a a very big southern drawl and and she said well you know i'm really a bud light drinker she probably said that just for the station she's probably well who knows okay but so she says she's a bud light drinker and you know what what advice do i have for her and and the thing is is you drink what you like be adventuresome Try something new. Yeah. And you know what? If you like it, great. If I don't like what you're drinking, 
I need to find something I like, you know, and, wow, and it doesn't like you listen and, to the show <laughs> and it doesn't, you know, and it doesn't matter what, you know, I, we're not here to judge or anything like that. It's about drinking, you know, being adventuresome enough to try other things. And right. you know what? Sometimes when you go out of your comfort zone, you find something. Oh, my gosh, I really like this. This right. is kind of strange. And boom, you're on to something new. So lots of beer drinkers, at least from having been around them for a long time they'll go through an ipa phase and they'll go through a a stout phase and they'll go through a pale phase and they're like that that's they get stuck in a style and then that's all the that's the style that they'll drink a radiburger sounds like you're (laughs) you're stuck in your radiburger phase and then there's the the, (laughs) the, so is radiburger sponsoring this show no it it is the best beer ever you're bucking for that i was i was was actually six times i was at no i just love the beer i i think radiburger is fantastic you actually sent them but but it's it's they give me a free t-shirt i was at barclays they put they put put radiburger on i'm like they're putting radiburger on this is the best beer ever this guy walks over to me and goes hi i'm the radiburger (laughs) wait a second what size do you wear because his car comes back with a t-shirt we saw we saw that in in uh, a place south of of dublin that uh, was having remember they were having that coors light (laughs) the coors Coors light Light girls were there wow yeah we didn't get a t-shirt we didn't we didn't get a t-shirt I got a friend who just won a Bud Light Cruise uh, Halloween weekend to the Bahamas. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> really? You oh, know yeah. what? I'll drink Bud Light for a Halloween cruise <laughs> in the Bahamas. <laughs> but how is, diff- how is Radeberger different from any other German? It's a, it's a Rhineland pills, isn't it? No, 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 no. It's outside of Dresden. Okay. It oh, was, it's in Eastern Germany. German oh yeah, pills. okay. Oh yeah, it's it's it's. And so what 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 what? Different? It's got it, it's hoppier than most anything else. It's like a Czech style pill. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not to get into the douchey side of the beer. It's <laughs> delicious. It's delicious. It's perfect. And uh, at the what Tornado anniversary party, I was sitting at a table with uh, uh, Fun Steven and Jay Brooks, and the three of us. Jay Brooks, the nicest guy in the beer industry. Yes. I want to say that. He gave me a free, t- he, he gave me a free t-shirt, too. We uh, haven't gotten a free t-shirt from Jay. We Jay will give nice you a t-shirt if you give us one. Um, uh, we were talking about all three of us have been to Dresden and have had the unfiltered Radeburger, which is the most delicious beer in the world. Hmm. Actually, that's one of the things we talked about on the radio the other day is because we've done both Pilsner Kell and Budvar uh, in Czech. Um, and you drink right out of the they, right out of the fermenters. Yeah, not the fermenters, the conditioning tanks. And, oh, so, and so it's un, it's unpasteurized, it's unfiltered, it's um, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a, it's, it's a, like a percentage point in alcohol higher than it's like five percent as opposed to four percent. Yeah. Absolutely amazing beer. Well, and I think that's the thing is that um, I don't necessarily tend towards the um, lighter colored beers. There's there's um, darker beers, very hearty beers that I like as well. Um, but I think that uh, people do kind of assume that women will like the lighter beers. And I think that what happens is that people forget that some of these um, some of these Pilsner, for example, are very flavorful. They've got they've got some bold taste coming out, yeah. and just because they don't look hearty or don't look super dark, um, doesn't mean that they're not flavorful. And uh, I'm not Triple sure Rock, it's appreciated. At Triple Rock, you've got Titanium, mm-hmm. which is their lightest colored beer. That's what six and a half, whatever percent. 
It's named titanium yeah. for a reason. Light but strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, um, gosh, when we started in, we started kind of all this uh, beer stuff back in, what, like the early 90s. I worked at Barclays um, in the early the, days. The pub formerly known as Cactus Taqueria. That's yeah. right. We <laughs> loved Cactus. We loved nobody, Cactus. Nobody remembers, nobody we, remembers that Barclays was originally the first Cactus uh-huh. Taqueria. Seven, they, had Grant's, they had all the Grant Spears uh-huh. on at Cactus Taqueria. Um, the time that I lived in the Bay Area while I was going to school, we lived, well, I lived, you 10, Chris, but I lived for seven years um, up here in Rockridge. And um, so Barclays, gosh, for for months we saw the sign saying, you know, um, uh, multi-tab coming, you know, coming soon, da-da-da. And um, they had a lot of problems with opening because of the um, neighborhood, because it's right there next neighborhood. Do you know who was their biggest um, ally when they finally got open? Dryer's Ice Cream? No. Try again. That's what I... uh, Yoshi's? John? The church across the street. (laughs) The church across the street. And so um, finally they open... And um, shortly thereafter, I started working there. We were regulars. And, um, it was actually the day before the Oakland Fire. The day the, before the, the Oakland Washington Fire game. was the first time we, oh. had gone into, <laughs> we had gone in there. And um, in, those, in those early days, I couldn't keep the beers straight. So here I am a waitress, which I, I will admit is one of my pet peeves, waitresses or well, wait staff or bartenders who don't know their beer. And um, especially when they're working in a brew pub. Um, uh, Multi taps uh, aside, but. Cologne is in Germany, not in France. Yeah, you can tell that story. <laughs> bit, maybe, but but um, so the the whole how this whole thing started was that um, was that I couldn't keep the beers straight. So Chris and I decided, well, the best way for me to learn the beers was to actually go to the breweries. And so we didn't, you know, we were still in college or I, well, no, I had just, I was in college. graduate, I was in graduate school, um, still working, didn't quite have very much money. And so we would take these weekend trips that, you know, being in the Bay Area, it was like the, the greatest the day, thing. I mean, was, Back in the day, you couldn't throw a dead cat without getting one. And so um, we would go to these breweries. So that is truly how all of this beer travel started and the list um, started was um, that we we would just go to these places so that I would be able to say, you know, because that was the best way for me to remember the beers. And you, I've been there. You been could there. put the the experience being at at uh, Hopland or at Larkspur or wherever to serving the beer going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, but it was more that you wouldn't say that um, an India pale ale was actually from India. I mean, that was the. Uh, okay, the thing is, is that Chris and Cologne's is, not in France. Yeah, yes. no. See, Chris is saying <laughs> these things because these are experiences that have really happened to us. Having waitresses say that and, and an IPA and we, was from India, and we want to question whether protect the innocent by not. We do, yeah. Um, uh, I didn't want to sound like an idiot, and and so back in those days. Um, Females, it was not expected that women knew much about beer. And you know what? I am by by no means an expert in beer. I I can't talk all the minutia of beer. Well, I can kind of, but but well, I generally don't have. You've been to four hundred eight breweries. <laughs> I've been to over four hundred breweries. Four hundred and eight. Yeah, uh, I'm I, at four hundred nine. That's why your site's called the Beer Geek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know what is um, we don't do we don't do seven Bamberg breweries in an afternoon. 
afternoon for no reason. I mean, it's... Well, you couldn't get a room there. You had to move on. No, yeah. you were staying there. It was the Holiday Inn in Erlinger, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I, get those miles. <laughs> so, but, no, go ahead. Well... Uh, <laughs> no, I had. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's it's a well, hard concept to get behind. I mean, we're, I think, we're trying to I do something think, different here. No, I get, no, I'm trying to. There's two questions, three questions that are coming up. But one of them is, is that what what is it? What does the beer industry have to do to appeal to women more? Is it that they have to dump the whole "I'm a guy" kind of thing, or do they have to, or do they have to? say that there's wonderful flavors to try or is it or is it just the whole setup of it the football you know, the 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 well, six hey, pack as the, the female at the table I'm going to no, answer this one no, no but as I a guy, think, I, I have wait, a guy answer I have a guy answer so do well, your do your female answer well, okay, I was just going to no, say what, pomegranate my, cider no no you know what I was going to no, say watermelon Here's, wheat watermelon no, wheat the greatest the great I think the greatest marketing thing that that any beer festival could do for example is you're in the minority so there will be no lines at the bathroom i love that there are no lines at the bathroom for the women it's like the only only event ever that that you will not have to wait in line but you know what obviously never been to hayward well, you know, it's see, the same line. But uh, well, yeah, okay. Except for if they are unisex bathrooms, then yeah. that's a problem. But but um, you know, I, I'm not sure. I and mean, you know, there are so many more beer bloggers out there that are women. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot more women these days who can um, talk the the finite. Um, or the you know the the minute, minute um, yeah, yeah the, uh-huh, that sounds so negative, mm-hmm. but the, the really talking about the the minutia of beer flavors, um, of beer styles, of um, you know all of this different stuff. I I can't necessarily do that um, because ours is really about the experience. But there are a lot of knowledgeable women out there now, and um, I I think that it's it's. Um, Slow, but it's it has absolutely grown a, a tremendously as far as women in the beer industry, and I think that it's really becoming. Um, I'd like to think that it's becoming a lot more uh, the norm that that women are accepted mm-hmm. as as but, part of the beer industry but, in but, all levels. But from the guys' perspective, is that last oh, night? Sorry. last night at the trap. I mean, there was. A bevy of single women there drinking eight dollar beer. Drinking awesome yeah, beers. I mean, so yeah, they, that's right. And they, and they were they were not. You need, there. You need to go there. There yeah. was several yeah, they, tables of they, women they, only. They were not yeah. there with their boyfriends. Mm-mm. I mean, there was uh, you can say it. there was a huge number of women last night flying solo at mm-hmm. La Trap. They were very good-looking women. Yeah, yeah, drinking $8 beers. Why don't I go to 21st Amendment? All these places are like three blocks from my <laughs> house. No, we did, we, did a show, we did a show about, what, two, three months ago with a friend of ours who just graduated from UC San Diego. She's a girl, and she's 22. And it's really interesting to listen to her perspective on beer, which is... I wouldn't call her a beer geek. I don't think she necessarily is like a big beer fan. But she went on about, yeah, we got this. And I go out and get this and get that. And it's, I mean, when I was in the dorms, when we were in the dorms, we would go to the the market in Durant Center and uh, that the lovely Korean people owned (laughs) and just stare at them and buy our six packs of Anchor. And they would sell us our six packs of Anchor. And we would go back to the dorms. And nobody would drink my Anchor because somebody said, oh, that stuff tastes like fish heads. 
fish heads. Fish heads. Yeah. yeah. And well, so I could you could always in the little dorm fridges that we all had, you could always have your six pack of anchor because And no one would touch it because it tasted like fish heads. Like fish awesome. Heads. Yeah. Well, I, re- I remember walking up to White after I bought a case of beer and a, a cop was coming down the street and as he threw the case of beer into the woods. <laughs> right right along a unit that's unit three right there, right? Yeah. And yeah, just like I was so panicked. <laughs> but, but, so, I mean, people have asked me in interviews about um, women having a better palate than than men, and um, I, I guess in the in the wine in wine circles, it's considered that women have a um, a, a more um, precise. Um, palette of of the tastes of of wine, and I don't know if that's true, and I don't know if that's true of beer, um, but I do know many women who can really talk beer stuff. And if you wa- if you watch our videos, all I ever say is this is good, you know, and I sound like a total idiot. But really, it's you know it it has to do with it, that's my issue though, because it has to do with me. Um, feeling confident about being able to talk beer and um so off camera or or out of social situations i'll say something to chris and i'll be like well no because this tasted like da 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 or you know i can't believe he said that because this just isn't true and da 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 and chris is like why didn't you say that but, and it's like but, because but i don't is, feel confident saying it you know but the bottom so, line is that you know this tastes good that's that's that's, that's a valid it, answer that's, that's right. a valid answer I, if you i mean i'm sorry if you like Budweiser and this t- that tastes good to you, get yeah, more power to you. You know, thumbs up. Well, the 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 big problem that that we have is we don't over describe things. Or sometimes yeah. the kids ask us, "Hey, please describe the beer that you're having." And I'm like, "Why would we do that?" Because you're well, never going to even mention we, what we're drinking today. By oh, yeah. the way, uh, doesn't matter. We were supposed it's to. A, br- we we have something at home for you that that was um, we something. It. Yeah, we we <laughs> forgot it. It was from England. Something that you you wouldn't necessarily have. Pitfield beer. Ooh. Yeah. So instead, you uh, got you got yeah. apples from Whole Foods down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Firestone, our local brewery, that's two hours away. Do <laughs> we um, do we get that in our? Area? I guess we get we get Firestone in our area. Yeah. We're kind of in the backwater of beer, These but. Are huge. Yeah, well, I think yeah, you guys, you guys are basically bigger. sort of stranded in a market that isn't the Bay Area and isn't anything else. Mm-hmm. The beer backwater. That's what, we come up here a lot. Um, you know, there there's one place in particular that um, the Old Factory Cafe, which is in Sand City, um, very worth the time going. I think that if you're from the Bay Area, it, it's not yeah. you wouldn't necessarily well, make a trip down to the Monterey Peninsula to go there. Well, I mean, I, but I, we're I was, stoked because they they actually have I was a rotating beer. Story earlier that you know we were up at Santa Rosa at the Brewfest. I was telling Jay Brooks that um, that you know you know the Old Factory Cafe has. Green Flash on draft, which you know, it's very every, exciting for us. Yeah, every place, every, every place on the planet has Green Flash on tap, but no, <laughs> the Old Factor Cafe is the only place on the Monterey Peninsula that has. Well, now the Trailside Cafe has it too, but um, we only have two places now that has Green Flash on tap, even though it's everywhere else on the planet. There's, I mean, there's a couple breweries in our area, but it, it is. Um, you would think. Um, on on certain respects that it's an untapped market but people who no have intended. <laughs> yeah but people people have um 
have seen it as an untapped market um, and tried, but then it doesn't, it, it's just, for some reason, it's not an area that can support it, which I think is really unfortunate. And I think that there is actually a beer community enough, down there. We just are a little more low-key. people who go down there for a day trip. And mm-hmm. oh, I, just had, I just had a vision. Uh oh. My relatives who used to live down in. Is it an epiphany or an vision? It's a vision. It's not an epiphany. Okay. Um, my relatives who used to live down in Carmel, uh, my uncle was career military and he finished up at Fort Ord. Fort Ord still got a lot of unused buildings, right? Mm-hmm. Why not do an Edgefield at Fort Ord? Oh. Get, an old, get an old Quonset hut and like get a couple other buildings around it. That is a great, that is a great idea. Because I, I got to tell you, my assumption is most of Monterey and Carmel is really upmarket. And if mm-hmm. you could do sort of an Edgefield thing at Fort Ord, I think, you know, the only, and I think that is a fantastic idea. The only thing is, is that there is, um, with the the reuse of uh, Fort Ord, it's, um, there, there are very specific things that they are looking for. And the development in that area has been... Um, very carefully orchestrated, let's say. Is it bougie? Bougie? That's the new word, bourgeois. bourgeois. Oh, it, it, no, it, it no. It goes right with gastropub. Is it, uh, no, it's not well, that. You've got, it's you've got Cal State Monterey Bay. We do. Yeah, but see, they, they missed the, the total opportunity. They should have called it University of Fort Ord. <laughs> I, I'm I'm proud I am proud for it to say you know Monterey Bay as someone know, who's from not, down there. I know, but it's not the we marketing. all still call it Fort Ord, but <laughs> <laughs> the old Fort Ord is what we yeah. call it. Um, but no, you know what is um, is uh, I think that the development has really been um, more. I don't want to say big box style, but it is the um, the Michael's Old Navy. Bed Bath and Beyond oh. kind of strip mall um, mentality, and and um, it's it's very contentious in in the area, the different parts of Fort Ord because it's huge. Fort yeah. Ord is huge, and um, so the different well, parts of it, the different people. Stuff up. I know, I know. So, um, but I, actually, I think that's a great idea, and I have always loved. I I have always thought Edgefield's. Um, concept was fantastic. Are you kidding? Some of those historic <laughs> buildings that they're in are just and, amazing. And it's far enough out of the greater Bay Area that real estate Fort Ord can't be the arm and the leg that it would be like. It was like, why isn't there an Edgefield at the Presidio? Uh, because the Presidio is like billion dollar real estate. Yeah. But if you got out to Fort Ord and you sort of got into this sort of you could go play uh, golf amongst the unexploded. Uh, yeah, see, I think that's that's the, the uh, that's the expensive part is the um, you know checking for all the mines. But there's a lot um, of politics and, going on out Fort Ord that's stopping a lot of development. People have, I think, been interested um, in doing various enough. things. Yeah, you know, to really, 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 really get off track. Did you guys watch <laughs> Top Gear? No, it, it's this English car show. Oh, I don't watch it. No. <laughs> Top Gear. It's, 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 on, it's, on, it's, on it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I don't have a oh. TV either. Uh, Top Gear is amazing. And um, just go search it out. I'm not going to try to explain it. But one episode, um, this driver took first at this Formula One event in Turkey on a brand new racetrack. And they said, how did you do this? You've never driven it before. He goes, oh, no, I played the video game. So the English host <laughs> of Top Gear 
decided he was going to practice racing a Formula One track that he's never driven or had never seen. And he practiced and practiced and practiced, and then he went to the real track. And what was the real track? Laguna Seca. You did the course. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. I would love to do the course at some point in my life. I mean, that would be... Laguna Seca is cool because it's hills and... Yeah, and there's a corner where you come over the top and like drop straight down. It's it's amazing. I mean, they they don't have a major race every year. I mean, they do uh, bikes and they do a a, a bunch of stuff. But if you mention the Laguna Laguna Seca to a European, they act. They know. They know. They know the race course. Yeah. Well, the coolest thing was when because we we have a friend who used to have a. a uh, car, like a race car shop. And so we used to get tickets through um, his No Fear sponsor all the time, which was great. But what was that? There was that one race that in that in those back um, that back those back corners where he cut across remember oh, yeah. he, instead of yeah. instead of going on the track yeah. he cut across um, and it and he it won the race it, it was it was i think it was castro navy he, he actually he drove straight through the corkscrew. <laughs> yeah he instead said, of he said, he said frick this you know i'm gonna drive straight through the corkscrew and he you passed know. him and won the and yeah. won the race yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's, no, it was no, amazing no, corners now yeah just straight through the corkscrew yeah yeah no the, my my brother-in-law used to race and he did Formula Ford there, and we went out and we're, it. Yeah, it's like you turn the corner, the corner turns the other way, and the bottom drops out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it's kind of, <laughs> I mean, for where we live in Carmel Valley, I mean, I mean, people test there all the time. Indy cars, actually, Formula One cars, I think, yeah. test there all the time. And so you can you can be in Carmel Valley and. My- you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, 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 you're going around the track. It's like, yeah. well, someone's testing out a good day. Someone's running out there. Yeah. yeah you, you don't hear that, all, that sound all the time. Yeah. So there's a lot to offer on the Monterey Peninsula. If we can just, get, if we can just get the beer <laughs> yeah. um, going out there. there yeah, there's a few places. We're trying but to get, if we can get uh, Russian River down there, we'd be very happy. Yeah, it's a distributing my, issue that we yeah. would like most. Uh, I, I, I need to talk to my new BFF, uh, Vinny. <laughs> and, uh, I was emailing with Vinny the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm emailing with Vinny Caruso. <laughs> my new BFF. Yeah. I'm out as Do you have a BFF. Facebook page? Yes. <laughs> of course. Beer School has a Facebook page. Yeah. Really? I, I haven't added either. you guys as a friend. I, I need to find you and add yeah. you. Search for beer. I'm under my, okay. my real name that's never mentioned on this show. I know. You <laughs> know what? Actually, I think I don't know what it was we were doing the other day. And I'm like, what is Motors real name? <laughs> and I, I told her, she's all, really? And I was like, no. That's, <laughs> a big, that's a big beer school secret. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I said, no, I mean, don't you remember the time we saw Motor like six years ago when he actually handed us a business card and had his real name on it? No. Did you know what his real name was in college? I don't think so. Have you, have, no. you know what? Is, is that a question I can ask you? How did you get this this nickname? When I was on the second floor of Deutsch Hall, low these many years ago, there were four people with the same first name. And if you were born in 1966, every boy had the same first name. <laughs> I was born in 66. That name's Chris. Well, that was second choice. Well, was, <laughs> well, my, my, mom's, my mom's first choice was Leif Erickson, which was... Um, I okay, that. but this I is motor, This is and, Michael's story. And so it was, it, my full nickname is Michael Michael Motorcycle. And it's only because it rhymes. And my, uh, my roommate, Brian, I found out that his friend's nicknames were uh, Danny Fanny, 
and Duggar the Strugger, and I found out his nickname was Briny Shrimp. And I said, that is the most ridiculous nickname I've ever heard. <laughs> and he said, oh yeah? I'm going to give you a nickname, and it's going to stick. And he goes, Michael, Michael, Motorcycle. And it really did. It really did. Wow. <laughs> Although you dropped see, the first two parts in the cycle. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Well, see, and uh, Rowdy Cork, who um, some people might know, is um, a, a guy. He, I'm, we met him when he was a bartender at Barclays back in the old days. Um, not many people know what his first real name is, but but that was something that was way. I think that was like before college and everything. And but it does it does begin with an R. So when he signs, he puts R Coric instead of Rowdy. So um, it's interesting how these names just kind of stick. And and then after a while, no one knows what what your name is. Well, it's simple if your if your name is Michael. You never turn your head around if somebody says Michael. Yeah. See, so, although when I was down at my friend's graduation from UC San Diego and they were graduating, I think it was six or 700 people from the college she was in, there was one Michael. Really? Yeah. I'm like... See, in Meredith, I love the name Meredith because not many people have it. Although in my in my high school of 800 people at the time that I was there, there were three of us, one of which I have gone to pre I went to preschool with. And I, I still I don't have a whole lot of contact with her today. But um, but we started out in preschool together. Did so. you share good? Uh, yeah, I think we shared pretty well. The thing is, is that as a last name of Canham, which looks like Can Ham, um, yeah, I got all kinds of, you know, canned ham, can of spam, can of spam, spam. But, yeah. But I mean, it was a brilliant marketing tool because, I mean, if you mention Motor to anybody, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. everybody knows who Motor is. I mean, it's just like you just have to say Motor, and it's like, yeah, okay, I, I know you. Yeah, to, to, to many people out there, I go, yeah, who are you? I'm horrible with names. I'm just oh. absolutely horrible with But names. see, you know what like, is... You're a motor. There's a story from GABF last year that uh, Jesse, the brewer of 21st Amendment, tells the best. But this guy comes up to the 21st Amendment table, and he's all, is John Foster here? Is John Foster here? No, John didn't make it out. Is Motor around? <laughs> and Jesse goes, that's Motor. And at that point, I wanted to put a bullet in Jesse's head. Uh, and this guy's like, Motor, 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 Motor! Oh, my God! <laughs> But uh, you're, you're an inspiration to a lot of us. To young kids growing up everywhere. To everywhere, yeah. But you know, the funny thing is is that actually both you and Chris have a very distinctive look that despite, okay, despite Most people call us beautiful. beautiful. Most beautiful. people call us A beautiful handsome. look. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Handsome. Oh, sorry. What did I say? Distinctive? Okay, yeah. no, that wasn't a euphemism. Distinctive they both look great. that you have like a horn um, growing out of one side of your head. People remember you because no. there's this thing pointing they, out of your but, skull. But the thing is, is that, okay, so despite me being the on-air talent who do people recognize they recognize chris oh you're the beer geek it's like hello i'm the one who's in the videos why aren't you recognize me i guess it's the the change in hairstyle every few months i don't know but um no actually it, it's it's actually always been that way i could have been rotated in and out multiple times and, and people wouldn't even know but a couple of months because she's Chris yeah. thinks I'm falling her, apart. Her, her expiration date is up at this point. It's, it's pretty true. quickly, and so we are. It's the 19 year itch. So, um, send if yeah. you're interested. No, I think it was an itch about 10 years ago. So, if you're being, if you're interested in being the next, um, you op- were you were advertising you yeah. were advertising for for new sidekicks, but um, 
No but one the responded, la- did they? Yeah. No last one responded. Couple, last couple weeks, There's the pay for part that they're not really in. <laughs> after, after, after you didn't get to be uh, whatever that was that we, all, that we all signed up for. Oh, did you sign up for that? Yeah, I sucked though. Um, well, I'm not you know, cool. I don't have a beautiful sidekick. No, nope. I was a part of it though. <laughs> I mean, Chris, that um, was all. Because you made it almost all, all the way to the end. I was, yeah, he I did. was one of the final four. Another they, reason they, why I hate you. Yeah, um, they, but we love you. It's part of the I don't know. They, um, <laughs> they actually um, flew bottles, us out. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, they flew me out to New York for an interview. I was one of the final four for the chief fear officer thing for the Starwood, and I asked them to. I, I said I wanted Meredith to come along with me, and they actually paid for Meredith too, which I don't think they really realized because it was only eight hundred dollars round trip for both of us. The problem is you had to stay at that crappy Starwood Hotel. No, we no, stayed. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, good. we stayed. We stayed at the Hilton. It was a. It was a Hilton. We stayed at in. Um, it was not outside white. of New in New York. York, New York. No, it was no. White. no, we stayed. At, we stayed at the Hilton. Uh, it wasn't White Plains. It was the next town over. It's where Pepsi's headquartered instead of IBM. um, (laughs) I mean, we weren't there for very long, so we didn't see very much. But, uh, you know, I think... But but the whole thing about the chief beer officer thing, I mean, um, from the feedback I got at the very end when I got down to the final four was that they were really looking for people who were um, different or unique. I mean, obviously, I don't... I mean, I have never claimed to have the most beer knowledge in the world. I don't have the most beer knowledge in the world. Um, What... Differentiated me, differentiated me from everybody else was. I said I was a house husband. Nice. And two, we did. Marath and I did all our beer travel together, and that's the and and that became the inspiration for what we're doing now. Is that, and that's why Marath is quote the star or the talent. Is that, I mean, what what Starwood picked up on, and what you know any I think any Egypt would pick on them if they were paying attention was that. Um, you know, just we were talking about the Pete Brown book the other day, right? Or earlier today, and you know, he he was talking about going to Japan, and he said he went over his wife, and his wife went shopping while he went out boozing. Well, no, Meredith and I do that together, and so we are unique. The in shopping here. part, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That happened at Oktoberfest yeah. as well. It's the two guys that two two guys from Berkeley or from the Bay well, Area that Walter, we met. Walter Creek and one was from And San they were Mateo. talking about, yeah, no, we just have to do this really quick because our wives are out shopping. And I just looked at him like, shopping? Why aren't they here drinking, you know? And, and, and so, and you know. So, so, and how I and I really am kind of, I can be a girly girl. It's not that I'm not a girly girl. I like uh, shopping. Oh, Mar- Mar- <laughs> Mar- Mar- likes to go to the, the, the worst shops. I mean, Hey, not cheesy, so much anymore. We're cheesy, being positive. The, the cheesiest shops in Dublin, you know, the the, the um, what what is called the starts with a C. I mean, just, Carol's. Yeah, Carol's. I mean, she just. I mean, oh, I gotta go in here and get the cheesiest, just tourist crap I can get. Cheesy bit. But the thing we got, we we found out from the chief beer officer thing was that, I mean, they they understood that it was the two of us and that that was the appeal. And so that would, you know, immediately, I mean, you know, once, you know, that whole thing crashed and I didn't get it. <laughs> um, not that he's bitter. Yeah, not, not, not that I'm bitter. I mean, I've met three of the four other people. I mean, I actually am friends with, we are friends with um, Brad. Brad down in Southern California. I've met Scott, who actually got it. I've never met, I have never met Jenny yet. I want to meet her, Jenny. 
hopefully I'll meet her at GABF. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what we found out about it is that, I mean, it was, it's, what appealed was the two, it's the two of us. And that we're a couple, I mean, we, you know, I don't send Meredith off to some kind of shopping mall or, you know, to do some kind of women's thing. Actually come, <laughs> some kind of women's way. thing. Yeah, uh, we, you know, can I discussing, wait, 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 discussing comes, periods and menopause. Yeah, but I mean, exactly. she, she, comes, she comes along with me. I mean, we did this together. I mean, that I'm was, sorry, I can't go to the pub. I'm not feeling fresh. Yeah. That sort of stuff. <laughs> can, I, can I summarize what you've just been babbling on about for like 15 minutes? Yes. Yes, yeah, so we you just said all married, that out. You guys have been married for 19 years. Yes. And you still are a little puppy dog in love with her. And that's so cute. And I mean that. No, it's <laughs> is, that is that what come acro- comes that's across? Because that's good. Yeah, no, that's what comes across. I found out that he was actually my meal ticket, and I didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but through talking about the chief beer officer thing, and I, I don't know. Who, I mean, I don't really know who all kinds of people applied for that. But, or paid but attention one of, to it. Or paid attention to it. But, but one of the people that we met was Matt Vensky, who ended up being Beer Drinker of the Year this year. And um, he emailed Chris saying, you know, oh, dude, yeah, my wife and I do the same kinds of things. And, um, you know, I didn't even get chosen, blah, blah, blah. And now they're like our greatest friends. And um, Matt, I, I mean, Matt is a great guy and his wife. Oh, absolutely. Do you know how you know what? I love this story. Do you know how she won over her husband? I, I can't claim any sort of. Um, fame in, in fame a, in this way. Well, as a she, single guy, you're making me really was, jealous. She with she was, okay, well, the, here's <laughs> so what you... I, I no, 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 no. Wait, wait, here's, wait, wait. here's what you look... Thank you very much. I sometimes need a mediator. Um, you know what? This is what you need to look out for. She asked for a Meritzen, and she pronounced it correctly that is what won over matt and he <laughs> saw her at the bar ordering a Meritzen and this said is that is a woman that is a woman who knows how to order her beer and he went and talked to her and that's how they met and got together uh, we're gonna have to rerun the show on valentine's day uh, yeah i think we should yeah it's a little bit it's the shortest show ever <laughs> so but is that like the coolest thing i mean i it think is. that's great and so you know and that's the thing is we met people through there um i think that we got a lot of inspiration um through that experience um you know some things didn't feel so good some things um turned out very well and um, we would be here. We, we wouldn't we, be here today, if, yeah. except for the chief beer officer experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would just be doing some sort of less than semi-serious website. The real problem is, is that we're really quite enmeshed, and so we can't separate from <laughs> one another. <laughs> so, if it an could have been the two, word, if it could, it's a therapy word. I, That's you know a good what? You word. forget that I'm a licensed therapist. I don't yeah. That. No, you don't. It's on my notes right here. Is it okay? Yeah, how yeah you, get, you better watch how what you, you say. Get a license to be a rapist. <laughs> okay, Therapist. I'm just not going Therapist. to answer that question. <laughs> not going to even address that. Okay, that killed the conversation. It did. I'm sorry. That's quite all right. Maybe that could be part of the cutout part. It, no, I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> He's not cutting anything um, out. CBO. Are they going to reelect that guy? They did, or, actually, didn't they? I no, haven't, they we no, they got an intern for him. Yeah. I. I, I, I I, I have no I, we I have I have since it all came down I have no connection with them and so I can't speak okay. anything or but so all that <laughs> I signed a form 
Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no that's it. It was funny. You're like, I have no connection with anybody. No, I, I mean, obviously, I, 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 you know, I had illusions of grandeur of actually getting the job and, you know, what I would done, would have done with it. But since it didn't happen, I mean, you know, I have I have no connection with them. It was, yeah, you you I mean. can't be you can't be bitter. Um, and I think oh, actually no, I, I can't took be bitter it. because I mean we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. I mean, it, I mean it was it was a great experience for me. I mean to be in New York and I was telling. I mean, you know, I mean my biggest worry when I had to go over the, go to New York for an interview was that they were going to ask me like. You know, just like the beer douche questions, like minutia of like, you know. What's the specific gravity, gravity yeah, of Sierra exactly, Nevada? Exactly, exactly. And so, I mean, <laughs> and, and, you know, my perfect, my perfect scenario of my interview was I could go there and just tell my stories, you know, the things that Meredith and I have experienced. And that's actually what happened. And so, I mean, I was in the car that drove me back to the Sheraton that I was staying at, you know, my personal car that they hired <laughs> that for they me. Took you. And I called Mary, they said, oh my God, it, this was the best experience. I mean, I could not have scripted this better. I mean, they 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 asked me questions about what we do. And I just kind of just talked my stories. I mean, that's what I do. And um, it couldn't have gone any better. Yeah, and it, it just went the way they they yeah, felt and, and was so, best. And, yeah. so, and after that point, I have, I mean, I have no really connection to it at all anymore. We met Scott at Beer Trick of the Year. Um, we're friends with Brad, who was another finalist. We haven't met Jenny. Um, I'd like to meet Jenny. Is this? It, it's, it's. I have her phone number. But it was just. Um, but out of that experience, I mean, we kind of, kind of figured you know, people liked our stories, and so. That's where we are today because of that experience. And, and so. I think it's funny that people like our stories. Like, why do people want to hear what? I sometimes I see our videos as being like home movies. Why would anyone but our parents want to want to see it? Well, the only reason what? my mom doesn't is because she still has dial up, so she can't watch our videos. But, <laughs> but you know, I mean, so the the positive feedback that we get on our videos sometimes like cracks me up because it's like we're just because Chris and me, Meredith we're, we're, like going on, you know. We're, we're normal people. I mean, we're not. I mean, I like. Um, I mean, just um, Zane Lamprey's show. The the uh, uh, <laughs> we're, not, we're not. We're not. I don't listen to. No, those. it's 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 actually it's on TV. Especially they, not the um, Zane Lamprey show. <laughs> uh, it's, it's called Three Sheets. That's why. Oh, right, right, right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah so, no, I know about that show. Yeah, he's a and very so, funny guy. And he's, he's really, quite he's funny. Great, but I mean, the whole thing is that. You know, when he went down to Mexico to go to um, the, uh, Agave and, you know, where they make tequila, I mean, he got like a personal interview with like Mr., you know, uh, Mr. Jose, tequila. Mr. Jose Cuervo. <laughs> you know, and nobody in this planet is. They call him be, Joey C down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one in this planet is going to go and, and get a, you know, have a personal tour with. We don't right. get, we don't get so special we, treatment. That, you don't get the yeah. English access? Um, no, we you don't, know, we, don't, we don't. Um, Have you heard or not posted yet? Interview with Rob Widmere. Damn it! Wait, yes, we walked no. in. We said, "Damn it, we're beer school." When we got that interview, yeah, it's somewhere. Uh, it's lost. Uh, it was really odd because you know when we went out to Philadelphia for Philly Beer Week, it's lost. I'm going to go kick some ass in Pacheco. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> 
But we you went out to Philly for Philly Beer Week. Yeah, we were flown out because the, the was Sean O'Sullivan out there? No, no. Yes, he it's, was. It's one was of the few things that Sean wasn't. Uh, no, we didn't see him though. He wasn't uh, part of our they, little media so entourage. We tour, so they they paid our way, and it was just like the oddest thing that you know we were being shuttled around everywhere. And so I mean, I actually have we. I want to do a John, video. make a note. Media but the funny, credentials, Philly beer no, week you know year. what? But the funniest thing is, we <laughs> so get I, there. I, I, I wanted to do a video about this, but it's it's outside of like what we normally do, and so I, I just I can't get my head around like you know us being shuttled around to every place and being like VIPs and stuff. I mean, it was really funny because um, one of the last days we um, went off with uh, uh, Suzanne Woods, who's the the sales rep for. Uh, Sly Fox, she took us to a couple places in South Philly, um, like South Philly Tap Room and another place. And so we just had to call the woman, Kara, and on the cell phone and say, you know, here's where we are. Come pick us up. <laughs> yeah, and, and the van coming. We, we need up. a ride. That's what, that's what it was like. And so it was so outside of what we were normally, I mean, Normally, it's marathon night. Well, what know? was very funny is that because we didn't know who all, like, we got invited to this, and we're like, oh, my God, we got invited. Like, we're all a Twitter, right? Oh, my God, we got invited to this. Oh, my God, we we have to be, like, legitimate, like, media people, right? Okay, we get there. We get that's Okay, wait, wait, wait. That's when you we bought get the there, socks, right? We get No, no I didn't have the socks. But listen to this. Okay, so, so we get there, and it's like the first night where everyone's supposed to be gathering. Jay Brooks, Lisa, Lisa Morrison, Rick, Rick, Rick Sellers. Sellers from Draft Magazine, you know, and it's like, oh my God, we know you, we know you, we know you. <laughs> so it was like this whole West Coast yeah. like contingency yeah, that so were we that were a majority of the group as a whole, and so it was, it was like, but it, but for us, it was like, oh my God, we're we're in there with. You know, Rick Sellers and Jay Brooks and Lisa Morrison, and then there's us. Oh my God, do they know who we are? Really? You know, maybe they think we're someone we're not. So um, that that was probably that was the most that was the most surreal experience because we really do just see ourselves as. In we're, Philadelphia, you know, a great beer town. I mean, it's a we good were, place. I was, I was a little. I mean, I know, you know. Obviously, everyone knows about monks, just like everyone knows about Toronado. But um, there were some other very yeah, good there places. Were some great. Yeah. I mean, Philadelphia. I mean. Their, uh, I think their brew pub scene or the brewery scene, you know, is. I mean, I think out here we have such a depth of breweries. They have a couple, but we have such a depth. But right. the the pub scene is absolutely amazing, and they have. We uh, was just amazing time. Well, and and not to um, completely switch topics back to the West Coast, but to switch topics back to the West Coast is that um, at at the most important coast, the left one, yeah, Yeah. Um, is that (laughs) at Oregon Brewers Festival last year, which is which is when we met Rick Sellers, for example. We also met um, a guy named Chris Devlin, who is a um, beer blogger up in Seattle, and um, and he's in the Toronto right now getting ripped. He is in the Toronto, (laughs) Um, you know, and and so we were with him earlier today, and we've been with him this weekend, and he's like the greatest guy, and um, you know he. He is also just kind of this regular Joe who goes and and drinks beer. And why would we have met him? We wouldn't have met him otherwise. And now he's one of our our good friends. And um, this is the plug I'm, I'm leading up to is that um, he does a cartoon on his blog called The Beer Douche of the Week, which really doesn't come out weekly. It's kind of, it's kind of whenever he, he manages it. Or, um, there might be 50 a year, but they're not weekly. 
Yes, uh, yeah, sort exactly. Of like school's exactly. leaning toward that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're about 50 about a year, the, but they're the not really. <laughs> the inspiration? When he gets inspiration. When he gets inspiration. John, you and I should do a podcast or something and become famous. <laughs> you know, the thing that's weird, the thing that's the weirdest is, is that when, uh, you've had this experience, but because you're on camera, people know who you are, but. But your avatar looks just like you. I know my avatar. <laughs> My avatar, avatar. My avatar. No, my avatar. just like My him. avatar on, on Twitter looks exactly like <laughs> And my avatar on the Wii looks exactly like <laughs> It's so weird. I end up looking like John Belushi. When I tried to make my Wii avatar, I ended up looking like John the whole, Belushi. The whole office came over and goes, dude, how did you get you in the Wii? <laughs> but, uh, no, the, the the very first time that, uh, that somebody ran into me and they're and they're they recognize me by my voice. Right, right. And they're like, I know that voice. And they come over and they're like, are you you? I'm like, yeah, who are you? I'm like, I'm one of your listeners. I'm like... All right. Yeah. What do you say now? Now what do I do? Well, <laughs> and I think that... We were at OBF and uh, we were pouring oh, our arch nemesis, uh, Sean O'Sullivan's beer, the... Uh, <laughs> the the uh, hell or high watermelon wheat? Yes, exactly. Um, and... Uh, you know, we're trying. You know, it's not. It's, it's actually not the beer to pour at OBF because the you, line's too long. And it's yeah, and, and it's demand. actually a lot of work. And somebody came until Sunday us. when there's none of it. Yeah, <laughs> and somebody came up to us and said, uh, "Oh, we just watched your Ireland episode." It's like, "Oh, really? You know, you're trying. You have a huge line. You're trying to pour beer. Oh, great, thanks." And they're trying to talk to us about you know. You know, we thought we'd see you here, and we're so happy to see you. It's like, oh, great! You know, let me pour this other beer. For <laughs> this other twenty-one-year-old co-ed from Portland State. Um, but yeah. Well, and actually, what these people said was they came up Sean, and they I said, "Sean, I love you," but um, yeah. <laughs> but these people, these people came up and said, "Oh yeah, you know, we saw the website, blah blah blah," and we're and we're thinking. Okay, wait. We we assumed they were talking. And actually, I haven't looked. I don't know what Twenty One A's uh, website looks like if they have one. But um, they do have one. But you know, <laughs> it's Twenty One No, it's Twenty One Est Dash Amendment dot com. Yes. <laughs> um, so you know, but we assumed that that's what they were talking about when they were talking about. Oh yeah, we saw your website, and we're like. Oh, okay, great. And and they're like, yeah, we love the Portland episode, or we love the the Ireland episode. And we're like, oh my god, you're talking about my, you're talking about my website. So um, and then even at at um, Great British Beer Festival, the um, the uh, guy who does the Ir- part of the Irish craft brew site. Um, he like recognized us right away. He like came up and he's like, "Hey, you guys, how you doing?" And we knew that we were maybe going to meet him, um, but he he recognized us like right away. And I forget that people could potentially recognize me right away. And it's still kind of weird because that's why you're changing your hair color. That's why I cha- I, if I change my hair time. color, yeah, that might be a better idea. Then but, you're going to get a new sidekick. She's just going to change your hair yeah. color. Yeah. Yeah, but, but we'll bring you on here. If you dumb shit, we'll bring you on here. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because at the point that I start looking really old and haggy, then radio is maybe the way to go. Or podcast is the way to go. But, um, yeah, so it, it is kind of bizarre to have someone. And, and yeah, you know, radio people, you, you recognize their voice. As soon as you might not necessarily know who they are, but it's like you hear that voice and you're like, hey, wait a second. I know you. I know that dude. I've heard yeah. it has something to do with my laugh. 
With your uh, laugh? You can, yeah, your laugh yeah. cuts through I the can, whole the whole bar. It ruins the mics, and <laughs> I'm quite a I, I'm a technical challenge. You're actually getting a new mic. I'm getting a new mic. <laughs> <laughs> Chris can be a bit loud. Really? I think yeah, I think they generally uh, change his levels when it comes actually, to our. I mean, everyone probably knows the name uh, Leon Panetta. He's uh, he was uh, Bill Clinton's chief of staff. He's a longtime uh, congressman from, from Monterey County. Yes, and a uh, former Republican, yes. now a Democrat. He invented pancetta, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he, uh, I, I, uh, uh, he lived in Carmel Valley, and I, uh, I kind of, because Meredith and I are huge in, on the Monterey Peninsula, we have all sorts of press, you know, we're... <laughs> In the papers all the you time. actually do. <laughs> We're huge on Monterey Peninsula. We're huge. It's great um, to be a big fish in a small so, pond. I mean, so when you walk, when you sometimes you know when you run into people, um, you know you could see that they want to say something to you. And so this one time I was, you know, we have the same post office. We, you know, Carmel Valley Post Office. And so you and Leon Panetta share yeah, the same post office. But, but yes. see, you have to understand is that I went to catechism when I was in what second grade with his youngest son. Yeah, I mean, so they're there, yeah, I know. high school with these kids. And so I mean, and so Leon was walking out of the post office, and I was walking in, and he kind of looked at me like. I know you from somewhere, <laughs> but I don't know where. No. Ah. And, and it's like, and so, you know, I did the, you know, the celebrity pause, like, okay, I'll give you like five seconds to realize who I am. You must recognize <laughs> me from yeah. thebeergeek.com. The yeah. I'm thebeergeek.com. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I, I gave him that, that, that moment to kind of think about, okay, that's the beer. Maybe he was waiting for you to notice him, yeah. as, you know. And so, but he never did, and so we walked on. No. And that was, you know, but, you know, you know. You know You're that small. guy who was in that movie. Have you guys yeah, been exactly. Is there an I Am Selena show on no. Channel 49 or whatever? We, we have never been on any... Um, well, we've been in in uh, print in yeah. in Monterey, but not. Uh, Meredith not in... writes or did write for the Her- the local paper, and um, we had a article about us in the um, what did Carmel what? Magazine. Carmel Magazine, the one mm-hmm. Renee wrote. Um, Very high gloss, and you know who was on the cover. So if you guys want, if you guys want to look at at, at our article, me and Angelina Jolie, and for some reason they picked Angelina Jolie. It's this Jolie. very hot got, picture of Angelina uh, Jolie coming out of a pool. Yeah, well, yeah, I, 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 uh, yeah. I, we got from, ripped from, off from very high sources. I heard it was it was <laughs> at the very end. It was like Chris, my insider, or, my insider people told me. That. Yeah, it was Chris or Angelina Jolie. What 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 should we do? And I think that's the real reason some, anyone it was some that. loser guy who said well, when you were coming out of the pool, the string was hanging out of your dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very hot picture, I guess. Well, the, the beard, Bastards. the beard didn't have the right drips on it as no. it was coming out of the pool. <laughs> they ruined but, my life. Yeah, you know, I mean, our our aim is. Um, here, here is our old. You know, you talk about um, dreams and living people's dreams. Our, our ultimate dream would to be exactly who we are, and be able to do exactly what we do, but get paid for it. <laughs> so no, no demands as far as um, you know any any advertising uh, commitments or. Um, 
publicity commitments, whatever, um, changing the show to to meet the advertising demands, but that just someone would pay for it. Like, can you our... pass me another delicious cold Bud Light? Yes, <laughs> I actually, so... I'll have I'll have Dasha get it for you, <laughs> and she will. Uh... Let me pass you a Budweiser, well, or think... would you like a Michelob? No, Ultra? I think I want a. What's that new thing that they have? Oh, B to the E got canceled. No, oh, yeah. no, American uh, Budweiser American Ale. Yeah, it's coming out. <coughs> Drinkable. <laughs> and I got friends who work there. <laughs> now, we're we're doing the uh, um, we're we're getting a tour of the Budweiser Hop Farm in Bavaria next next wow, couple of weeks. Wow, that's pretty cool. I'm very excited. Well, I'm working about that. on it. I'm working on. Actually, Will, the bigger the, the bigger guest is the guest that we. The bigger guests were not your biggest guest. That you've ever had on the show? Have, you we, you know, guess? we've had both Sean and Sullivan. Besides that, we've had Nico Oh, but come on. Sean is like on every week. And, I mean, he's like, you know, Sean, we don't but, have but, anybody. Oh, he is uh, our arch true. nemesis. We had, we had Brendan Dobles. Uh-huh. Uh, Thirsty Bear. Uh-huh. That's an excellent show all about organic stuff. And did I tell you about Sean? <laughs> we also we also had the world-famous Justin Crosley. <laughs> So yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to be um, introduced as saying. the world-famous Kristen Meredith of TheBeerGeek.com? Oh, that's going to be when John yeah. writes up the, the, the it's going to be the world-famous. <laughs> Anybody can have Because Sean. you are world-famous. Yeah. Anybody can we have Sean. We love Sean. We do. He's just our arch nemesis. Uh, Chris has dubbed So, Sean, if you're listening, so, which I know you always listen to, yeah, actually, to our stuff. It's funny. He, he is he, he is our arch nemesis. He, he was dubbed our arch ne- nemesis from our uh, recent OBF episode. But it so also, when he tried to bean Chris with a golf, golf ball. ball. No. no, it all started back in, uh, at, the, um, <laughs> at, at Bruce's uh, 21A dinner where Sean showed up. Completely hammered because it was the same day as the bistro thing. They had just as won, same, yeah. yeah. And um, and oh, so yeah. Sean is speaking, and and I'm in the crowd and I'm videotaping him. And we were still kind of new to the videotaping yeah, and stuff. So, and so all of a sudden, Sean, you know, were you, you there, know, motor? I don't. Remember. No, I no, was, you weren't. No. Yeah, I don't. So I have nothing you. to say Sean, about Sean, this okay. at all. But Sean, you're cracking up over there. I, Sean is being Sean is being Sean and just going on blah 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 blah. <laughs> but then he all of a sudden stops, looks at me, and says. You were freaking freaking that me out. That guy is freaking me out. <laughs> points at me, and so I immediately shut the video off. I'm just like freaked, <laughs> and, you know, at that point. And so, um, when oh my we god, Chano Sullivan is telling me I'm freaking yeah, out. I, I angered Chano Sullivan. It's the end of the world. And so, um, <laughs> this was before we really knew him, right? Yeah. yeah so, and so um, we are hi, Sean. We love you. <laughs> this, yeah, this is all in, in loving. Sean. <laughs> I mean, so Motor, why have you moved away from your mic? <laughs> he's, he's gasping for air. He can't breathe. So, um, he's laughing so hard. So we were up in uh, Alaska in January. I've heard both sides of this story. Oh, oh really? Oh, great. I want to hear it. Oh, come on now. Hurry up, hun. Tell your story so we can hear the rest. And so we were up in Alaska in January, and we ran into Sean at Midnight Sun. Um, and I was just like, you know, Sean didn't really kind of recognize us at that point because he didn't know how really famous we were. Um, he didn't know who we yeah, were. Didn't know who we were. And don't so you I know said, who yeah. I am? So don't you remember Bruce's dinner? You know, I was videotaping you and you were like really hammered and you, you know, kind of said, oh, I'm really freaked out by, uh, and he's oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was great. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was pretty drunk. But so, <laughs> you know, we were flying back from Anchorage 
And we ended up being on the same flight as Sean and Adrian um, um, from Anchorage to Seattle. Did you go to that really good restaurant at SeaTac? No. We didn't have that long time. No. That's a different story. Is that, but, one of, so, is that part of his story? So we, we, we get on the plane in Anchorage, and for some reason, somehow they, they booked it all wrong because Sean was right in the row right in front of us. And we had already. And he should have been in first class. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and so he, you know, we were it's already Sully sat, after he, all. He, he, <laughs> we were already sat down, and so Sean comes back and sees us, and so he's standing up. This is the last, you know, the last year. Like the this is a time. visual, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. This is a visual. <laughs> <laughs> These are beer people. Do not trust them. <laughs> Walking at us, and it's just like, oh my god. You know, this is a, a three-hour flight back to Seattle. And we're tired, and it's after a beer yeah, weekend. Yeah, and Sean's like, these are beer people. Do not trust them. And so that's where it really kind of started. I would say nemesis is an appropriate Okay, term. wait, but I, no, Sean's no, okay. Sean's everybody's nemesis. I, no, 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 no. no. I want to hear. BFFs or BFFs. BFFs. Okay, no. I want to hear what has Sean had to say about this story. I what did don't he know say? what you're talking about. <laughs> is this an off-the-air discussion we might have? Oh my god, I totally about. want to hear. You can't do that. Yeah, all the Jesus. listeners want to hear it too. I don't know what you're talking Everybody's about. Everybody's writing in right now going, damn it, tell it's the story. story. I'm sure Sean was like, Yeah, so I saw these people and I had no idea who they were, but you know, they seemed like they knew like they <laughs> thought they were no, someone, I so I thought I would throw them a bone and no after all I'm Sully, so you know <laughs> So we're gonna play this arch nemesis thing to the you know, to to our yeah. benefit. Oh yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna. We ride. need to ride Sean's we're, we're, fame. We're gonna, ride, we're gonna ride the wheat, the watermelon wheat wave until that's hell or high watermelon wheat. I'm that's sorry. right. I want a watermelon hat, by the way. I got a spare one. Do you? Oh yeah. I know where they keep them in the office upstairs. Really? I have total access to their. Wow. See, these are people we need to know. Your husband pees a lot. Doesn't <laughs> <you>? <laughs> oh my god! We, we know he's not gone in the air. Uh, Every time you hear the door slam, yeah, that's Chris. None of the rest of us are getting up. Yeah, and my phone I think, rang. No, did it I must get, be, oh, no it I must got be, up once to get the camera. Be, it must be tough to go on long trips. <laughs> We're not going to discuss it. But you know what? Guys have it so easy. Are you kidding me? Oh, hell. Let's go back to talking about uh, Manny's and, <sighs> uh, and Durant Center. I don't see how any woman could ever go back to those bathrooms in there. Remember, like, through the cyclone fence and, like, down the dark, skanky hall? I, you know, it is, is I have always had a thing about um, scary bathrooms, like, whether it was on campus or not. Um, you know, for women, like, remote bathrooms. And, of course, because, okay, everything is guy-centric, all right? So the bathroom, so there could be, like, a, a urinal right next to the end of the bar, right, for the guys. <laughs> but for women, we have to trek, like, you know, half a mile down the road in order to get to our bathroom. And that's why I think that the best the the best advertising thing for for the beer industry would be clean convenient no line bathrooms for women remember uh bison brewing yeah and the upstairs bathroom yes. was just four urinals and the sign on the door was the woman's sign with a big red circle and a slash <laughs> through it and the bathroom was four urinals and two sinks well ga- game i don't know how they did that because game that's a- day game days going to um going Evans. to 
No, oh no, but you, no, we we used to go to um, Durant Hotel. We used, because so, you guys started Southside and went mm-hmm, to the game. Yeah. We tailgated off our North Hearst, side, yeah. And we would come across campus and we'd go to Evans, which is... The great degree, bathroom spot, my, right? That's, my degree is architecture. It's the ugliest building on campus. It's the eyesore that should be torn down. It'll never get it's, torn down because it's like 11 you, stories. It's not architecture. It's EB, isn't it? No, it's, it, I have a BA in architecture. I think he knows what he has. I thought it's environmental design, isn't it? No, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. But no, so we, so you know, we would go to Henry's and um, it, like bathrooms. The win- there were two stalls for the women. It would be out the freaking door. And so I used to try and recruit a, a man every once in a while to say, "Hey, can I let me go into the bathroom? A real you know, man let me as go." Opposed to Chris, right? I don't think Chris ever did it for me. Well, oh wait, no, I didn't mean to say that. I, I'm not sure. That oh my they- god! Nineteen <laughs> years later, it's revealed. Chris this never is the did problem. it for me. The only woman at the table. Okay, no, wait. I'm not sure I ever requested that Chris guard the bathroom for me right. at Henry's. Okay, very specific. Um, but the 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 friends that I did, they okay, they would let me, they would lead me into the stall. Okay, yeah, I'll be right here. I get out of the stall. There's no one there. And there's like a whole line of guys plus guys in the urinal. And I'm like, uh, hello. <laughs> let me just like slink out of here now. But hey, you know what? I I, had a toilet to pee in. That's all that counts. I just like to interject that, you know, before, you know, Meredith and I do stuff like this, I mean, she actually lectures me (laughs) in terms of um, what I should say and not say. Like, I shouldn't badmouth people, and besides Sean. I mean, Sean Sean needs to be badmouthed, but um, I I shouldn't do this stuff. But, you know, know, then she turns around and says that, you know, Chris doesn't just guard the bathroom door for me. That doesn't do it for me. And so um, um, I just like you, everyone, to understand, you know, it has been 19 and a half years, but. You know, but this, you know what? This is boy poo poo humor. That's the what? problem. Is that, that, is, is that I all Chris I meant never was did that, it for me. That, that's yeah, funny. That's funny. <laughs> Chris never did it for me, and it's like, whoops! Oh God, I'm at a table full of men. So when you said it, not me. Getting back to the poo poo part of the table. Oh my God! Do we need to stop this? This is quickly degenerating again. The homework is here. Okay, so let's do the homework, and then we can like do the after whatever or we could turn it off yes what is the homework <laughs> travel go somewhere uh, go to ban- no get married and find no. <laughs> no. the homework is i mean if, what are you assigning no, the no, homework no, you're a student you can't no, I, no, no, i'm holding the freaking apple okay uh, i'll zip, pass the zip, apple okay the zip, homework, zip, the, zip. no the homework no is, he can do the homework the whole he, right. he, if you travel just find a beer place i mean it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. You're you know, excited the about that beer place, but search out local beer. I mean, that's what you do when you. I mean, that's you know, that's what our message is. I mean, we've been. I mean, we go to Paris, okay? So we go to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. We go, you know, we go to London. We we go visit all we, the all the we sites. Did a quick view of uh, the Mona Lisa. You know, oh, there's uh, Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah. Woohoo! Go, all right, let's go. Tour. Um, but the thing is, is that Chris does incredible research about it. I mean, it's not incredible the, research. It's just research. You just have to look research. it up on the web. There, there are microbreweries <laughs> in Paris. Uh-huh. Did anyone know that? I don't know. Maybe um, other people I out there they know were that. Cheese eating. 
I heard. I heard. You eat sewer- cheese and drink the beer. Yeah, it's I great. I heard, it's I heard Academy in um, in Paris too. Yeah. I heard cool. the sewer tour is really cool. I, if we, I ever go to Paris, have, I want to do the sewer we, tour. We wanted. They've the always cat- been closed. We, we wanted. We wanted to do the catacombs tour a couple of years ago, and we were down in Avignon. And we were taking the TTV, which is the high-speed train, which is absolutely incredible because um, we were standing at the station and um, there was a TGV that was going south towards Marseille. And there's like a middle track and it went through at high speed. Oh, my God. But what does this have to do with beer? Um, um, my other love in life. Keep talking about the TGV uh, and uh, And so it was. I mean, the T, the, the TGV to, to Marseille went through the middle track, yeah, full speed. It was the most amazing thing you ever saw. It was like, boy, it was like it I went through at full speed. Yeah, yeah it was. Couldn't imagine cool. that they, you know, in the United States they would actually let people stand on the track, right? But the problem was that we were taking the TGV to Paris, <laughs> and there was an electrical problem. And we sat in the middle of the French countryside for two and a half hours because we were going to go do the catacombs in the after- that afternoon, and we didn't get into Paris in time and missed the catacombs, which I hear are very cool. And they, the beer on the TGV isn't as good as the beer on the ICE. See, I don't, I don't, I don't Well, so, I mean, I the, bottom, the bottom line is the, is the homework is that when you're going someplace, whether it's, it's a place that um, you're going to because of, you know, world-renowned landmarks or you're going to someone's hometown because it's their wedding, just take a look online. It's really easy with the Internet now to go online. You just take a look at what maybe is nearby. Right. And, and you can find some really incredible beer places by well, just... Doing a little just, bit of research. But not just beer places. Like, for example, uh, the the Pinball Hall of Fame. Yeah, yes. Right? You know, combine yes. combine the trip with something else. Exactly. Exactly. And our and our focus generally has to do with with beer stuff. And and so, you know, we that's what that's what our bottom line message is, is you just do a little bit of research to go um, beyond what all the guidebooks say. All the guidebooks have it wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, the, so you're saying in Paris you shouldn't be drinking Cronenberg? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that I think that laugh explains it all. The great the great thing about Paris is they have Belgian beers. Okay, wait, no, I have to tell one last story. Okay, this is the this is. Can I tell one last story? Sure. Okay, really quick. You can cut this out if you no, really I, need I'm to. I'm not going to cut. What, it. Okay, story is what, this before I... Farmer Henri. Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, so one of the greatest stories is in France. Um, so this was in in Normandy, and um, Normandy. This is part Normandy, <laughs> and so this is part of our our um, you know. Um, beer, beer travel kind of experiences that we that we try and impart Normandy upon most, people. One of the most beautiful places in the world. It's gorgeous. Okay, and so we're, we Chris had the name of this brewery. It didn't have online like w- what the hours were or anything like that. So we're searching around. We're not even sure we're going to be able to find it. We had no idea when they were going to be open. Okay, we got first of all we found it, which is great. And which is sometimes a feat in <laughs> it's itself. It's called It's northwest of uh, Rouen. Okay. And so we found it. We were there on a Saturday at 3.30. The one day a week that they have tours, Saturdays at 3 o'clock. 
<laughs> it is a farm. Talk about, talk about dumb fucking luck. It, well, and that's the thing. And that's the thing is that is that things have gone exactly the opposite way as well. So this is one of our really great um, one of our really great things. So we get there. It's a farm. It's a family farm. We're like, oh my god, where where's the entrance? Where are we supposed to go? You know. So we kind of pull up. There's cows and sheep and dogs crossing our path, and we're like, yeah. Thanks for the sound effects. And um, and so we just kind of, we just kind of, we just kind of walk into this into this barn, and he's already engaged in in his spiel. And this is a total farmhouse brewery. There are swallows dive bombing our head as we're as we're it's, talking. It's, and it's not like a brewery you see in the states where it's it's, like, it's not yeah, hermetically they're, they're, sealed. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's swallows nesting in the brewery. And so <laughs> and so we kind of you know we like slink up and um, we're like um, beer and and he's like yeah yeah you know wee wee beer you know blah 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 and um and so um we kind of hung back of this this small group the entire thing was in french we had no idea what he was saying every once in a while he would say something and the entire group would turn at us and chuckle we got yes exactly it was he was he couldn't have scripted it it was and we're like and we're trying our best not to like crack up right because it was really a very funny scene and um we got a tour of his um hop field that he does that that's um he uses the hops from his little hop area um he had a whole new barn that he was building like a real brewery in with a basketball hoop with a basketball hoop (laughs) because you know those french are basketball powerhouses and um and then um he was actually um fermenting whiskey also he was he was distilling whiskey and so we got to do that too and so in the end you know we we bought beer from him um because we thought he was a great guy and it wasn't bad beer and it was just all about the experience and so i I dubbed it the farmer on re story because you're absolutely right it was it was total dumb luck that we are there right at the right time he was willing to embrace us and i don't know if anyone else spent, spoke english or anything. no one tried to speak english to us so I, I have no idea and um you know we had the greatest time and that was one of our best stories and we bought beer from him because he was a great guy and he was friendly and um that's that's what you do when you're traveling around in in the search of great beer experiences cool yeah, so that's my that's my parting note. But I think. do we want to talk about the Italian Alps story? And, All right, yeah, so we're yeah. going to do. No, one, we need gonna, to wrap we're, up. We're gonna, no, what we're going to do <laughs> is we're going to say there's one last thing we say on beer school, and that is class dismissed. <laughs> Woohoo! And that was you know the Hogan. <laughs> And and I have a question. Okay, so I have two questions. Three okay. questions, right? The question is the beer. question is about beer. So four hundred and eight to four hundred and nine. I'm pointing at Chris and saying four hundred and point to Meredith. Meredith and saying four hundred and eight. <laughs> Have you ever thought about sneaking off and just doing one brewery? So, I have, and that's how I've caught up at times. Um, no, um, it's like so that you're on the same. 
Years ago, um, Chris, God, years and years ago, Chris went to a... um, a a work trip went on a work trip to Boston by by himself and he he got a bunch of Boston breweries that by the time that I went to Boston with him some had already closed oh, bummer. and so I can never get them and um, so there have been various times um, in my work that I've had to um, I, I have been on my own and I have caught up some breweries or we've gone back to a place that, you know, he already has the, the breweries. So I have been chasing him ever since. And, and I have it's snuck gonna in. Ugly. It's going to get ugly in the next couple of months, though, because I'm going to get the, the San Diego one. Get You're going to get some uh, some Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs ones so that be, I've. I'm, I'm going to be four ahead of everybody. Uh, so year. he's going to catch up some of the ones that I've I've sneaked ever, off. Have around. you ever been ahead? No. Have I ever been ahead? No. 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 Always behind. All right. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Out of the 408 that you've been to. <laughs> This is the question she hates. I, and I told her she needs to figure out an answer for this one. What was the What's answer? the brewery that you hated the most? Oh, oh that's hate? easy. Oh, no, we don't. I'm not going to talk about the okay, one Okay, the hated second the most. most hated. Um, I'll let, I'll let Chris, um, Chris looks like he's ready to answer this one. We will, I, I don't want to give the name, but it's, it's near um, a national battlefield. Oh, <laughs> civil, well, there's Iraq. The one, there's the one in Strasbourg. There's a brewery in Iraq. No, yeah, no. There's um, there's one near um, Gettysburg. Okay, um, I'm not going to name the brewery, um, but uh, we went there, and it's an amazing. They have these um, uh, barns in the in that area of Pennsylvania that are um, the, these huge barns. They're beautiful, and, yeah. and the, the sides are stone. And then the rest is wood, I think, and they have a name. I can't remember what it was, but the brewer, the the place was in one of these historic barns, and we got the beer. And you know, they tried to tell us they were doing some sort of Belgian open fermentation thing, and it's just like, no, you're doing some sort of. Not, it's just sour. It's just sour. Yeah, this is swallow food. The lines. This thing. is infected. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. This is infected beer, and so. I mean, you know, in all of the places we've ever been, I mean, there's only like two or three that you would ever say, you would ever tell someone, oh, don't go here. Well, there was, I guess there was that one outside of Boston as well that was, it was really difficult because we we took a regional train all the way out there. So we actually made an effort to get there. Not much in this little town. Um, and we go there, and there were two people at the bar, and that was it. And then there's us. And and, the two, and, the gener- two and the two the brewers were, like, I don't know, cleaning the brewery or something. And um, so we, we generally start out with a taster set to find out what beer, you know, what their beers are like. Right. And then we'll kind of decide if we want, you know, what which one we want. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and oh, no, I think that's a perfectly fine But a thing. lot of people are like... Why would you get a taster? Why, why wouldn't you go eeny me? Uh, oh no no no! no. Yeah. Absolutely, oh, no, I just absolutely. Of everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. We get it. We get a taster. That's another good story. And have. so we t- we each took. We started taking sips, and we like looked at each other. There's barely anyone else in this place, and we're like, oh my god, this is so bad. How, we're was, we didn't even get through the entire taster set. I mean, and, these and are like, how these do you are like eight ounce glasses? I mean, there were six yeah. of them, and. Every single one had like the same. Was like off one flavor. one sip. There, yeah. there was something wrong 
you know, in the brewery. I mean, it's some infection. And so every single beer had the same off flavor. And it's like, and so we left, I mean, which is. We didn't even finish the taster set. Yeah, which is really <laughs> off for us. I mean, we left like six glasses of half full beers. And, and it's like, and um, so I, can, um, we have, okay, can we have the bill, there's tra- please? There's a train back to Boston in half an hour. Do you want to go? Do you want to stay here and try to finish these? Or do you want to go sit by the freaking station and, and you know, twiddle our thumbs while we, tw- we, we chose twiddle. to We chose yeah, to twiddle our thumbs, chose, that one. We twiddle our thumbs yeah. by the station. And the whole th- the sad thing is that, you know, the brewers are, like, scooping out, you know, spent grain from the... It's like, there's something wrong. We really there. we really try to be positive, and we really try yeah. to to be respectful. And it's, it's, it's quite embarrassing on our part to say... Uh, okay, can we pay for our taster and then we like exit? Because you we know, don't, yeah. we don't, don't want to be we mean. Don't tell people that we have a beer side or anything. I mean, we we try to keep everything low key. I mean, we try to, you know, we try to just go as an average person, and so right. we don't tell. Oh, we have a big beer side. We can ruin you if you don't. <laughs> you know, if, you, if watch you this, I'm going to video myself. I'm going to video myself vomiting after drinking <laughs> your beer. Nah. And so I mean, it, you know, <laughs> so when you go to, when you go to these places like this, I mean, you I mean, it's really hard to kind of you're you're slinking out of it at you know at a certain point. You're just kind of like, oh my, we just need to get out of here. Yeah, how can and, we do this gracefully? Yeah, and not, and not offend anybody. And not, I mean, not I mean, because I mean. I, I think one of the the big parts about our site is that you know when your grandmother said you know if you don't have something nice to say don't say anything at all and that's what we do if we don't I mean if you want to know what places we recommend look at the places we rec- we talk about right the other places you know I mean you know we're uh, not going to talk about the places that we're yeah bad. we're not going to say oh my god this place sucks I mean we're not going to talk about you know Sean is evil and um, and his beer sucks yeah Uh, (laughs) that watermelon weed your arts devices Sean we're calling you out um (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh, please you know, don't, because I'm really kind of a wuss, so I'm not guys, sure I can hold my own in that fight. But so, you, I mean, so you understand, I mean, it's a, I mean, beer is about enjoyment, and so, I mean, we're trying to just show, it's, you can There's no reason beer. to flame people. Yeah, and so, yeah, we have no reason to, you know. So that was a really surly about anything. So in the end, John, that was a really loaded question to ask. I didn't know know that it was loaded, but that's that's actually two great stories out of that. I was I was going to say you guys might have made it there. I've got an easy answer for the worst brew pub ever: Eureka Brewing in L.A. It was it was Wolfgang Puck's backed brewery. That the first time I went there, they wouldn't let me in because I was in short. <gasps> That's happened to Chris. That and has so happened the, to Chris. The, yeah. The second the second time I went down to L.A., I went in and I specifically bought or brought. I'm not that bad. I brought long pants so I could go there. But it's like this isn't a brew pub. This is just like this is not good. Yeah. There's we we tried to go to um, we were like the porterhouse in Dublin. I think they, I think they make good beer. They have they have an outlet also in London in Covent Garden. Yes, and uh, I donated a bottle to the wall there. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we tried to um, uh, our, our German friend has a cousin who lived in London. We were trying to meet him there, and it was a three thirty in the afternoon in June. And I think I was probably I think I was wearing this pair of shorts actually the one on I'm a Sunday now. too. Uh, and they wouldn't let me in because really? I was wearing shorts on three three thirty on an afternoon. 
Because I, and there was, was I've that, been to the porterhouse off of Covent Garden in shorts. Yeah, well, I mean, it, we it were kind of. I, I think it was, it was a matter. Was the, big, was the big Russian guy doing the doing the door? I don't know. There was nobody a, at the door. It always is empty when I've been no, there. No, because I've I've never had any problems at the one in Dublin. And I've been a big proponent of the one in Dublin, which actually that's what angered me about. You know they didn't. You know, don't you know who I am? <laughs> but but here's the you're thing: so, is it was the, the big Russian, you know, goon who's out front. Doesn't he know who I am? But it was really empty because yeah. because we were supposed to be meeting um, this person, this friend's cousin. Um, I so I was in pants, and he was going to let me in. And so you know, Chris is like, okay, just go in and see if he's there. And so I went in. The place was completely empty. And, it's and the like, place is huge. And it's yeah. like, it must be really nice to just be turning away business because you well, want to. People have beer websites. <laughs> now, so, my, my, my main anger about the whole situation was is that, you know, it's, it's a beer place. I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not some high-end restaurant. Right. I mean... Especially the porterhouse. Yeah, I mean, I mean if the I'm, Eureka if, Brewing in L.A. was they had pretensions. If, if porterhouse mm-hmm. doesn't have pretensions. Mm-hmm. If I'm wearing shorts, I mean, does that mean I'm going to start beating on other customers at the next table? I mean, I it was just. Do I look like a Chelsea fan? Yeah, yeah. It was just. <laughs> it was just so out of place in the sense that I mean. It was. It, was, it took afternoon. us by. It took us very much by surprise. And so yeah. I mean, that was actually that's been one of my my. Uh, you know, we don't on our videos. We don't do anything negative, but that's one of the things I've thought about. I would love to do something where I've got turned away because I'm wearing shorts, yeah. and then do like an expose. You know, these people are ass. Oh, you know, these people are asses. You know, look, I'm just wearing. I'm, you know, what my money's not good enough because I'm. I, you know, it's just your you pockets know. aren't deep enough. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's I mean. Because all the money is in my purse. My no, purse is deeper. The, the, you know, the it's temp- not in his purse. No, it's not in his so purse. What you're it's not in his man. Purse. It's not in his man purse. I got a man purse. Do you? I mean, no. the, I respect the, man purses. In it. Okay, that's I, I all right. I hate going down the Temple Bar, you know, in Dublin at night. Um, despite I would. Just, I've never been to Dublin. I'm not, you know, a fantastically successful. Uh, beer uh, video uh, person. The Temple like Bar. Dublin you haven't is, been to really. You haven't been to Dublin. No. Oh, it's a great. Oh, it's great. It, it's you know you would go you go down to the Temple Bar which is you know it's the the, the it used to be like the the low class bar I mean you know recently it's become the tourist thing but you know every place now has bouncers out in front it's just mm-hmm. like that's to know, keep it, the riffraff out yeah, but we're in yeah. we're in yeah. yeah it's just you know it, it, you you don't need that I mean just I mean. Obviously, if, if if a fight's going to break out, do something about it. But you know, to have you know two Russian guys stand out in front and you know intimidate. It was only everybody. one. It was one Russian guy, and he was big. And he, I think he was talking on his little yeah, you know, ear thing. Ear thing. He had an earbud. Here's his earpiece. His earpiece. Get her, but He's yeah, I mean that's piece. the kind of stuff that's kind of disappointing. But that's that's part of the stuff. And even actually, I think you didn't you write them and say, hey, you know, I'm a Don't real you big, know who I am? I'm a really big fan. <laughs> but you know, it's like I'm a really, I'm a really right, we, big fan of of um, Porter House, and we've never had a problem, and up. we go there every time. And um, gosh, I'm I'm really disappointed. I mean, Chris wasn't nasty about it. You know, it's like gosh, I'm really disappointed that I I really wanted to go to the, to the one and. 
Covent Garden and um, I I couldn't get in. And he never wrote back. No one ever responded to him. I would love to do a video series of people who don't let me in because I have shorts on. Yeah, but it's not like that's happened very much. I think it would happen more if I would push the point. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let me in. Why? (laughs) Because I want to make a video about how you guys are Yeah, how you won't let me in. You're not a douche. Oh my gosh, that's what we forgot to say about douche of the week. No. We already talked about that. Okay, did we really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, wrote, I wrote it. All, I've been writing all the stuff down. Okay, Beer good. douche of the week. We promoted well, douche of the week. Like on top of this, show notes as we but go. We Is that what you always but, do? Yeah, no. Chris does beer douche of the week. But no, I, well, on other we shows I do. I usually flow campaign it. against beer so douchery. That's a good idea, actually. Have though, you listened so you know to our, everybody's on. favorite episode, Rockstar Bartender? You no, need, you need to listen to Rockstar Bartender. It was it was what fourth? I always forget third show. Third show. We had one of the bartenders from 21st Amendment in talking about how to be a good bar patron and what makes a bad bar patron. Oh, no. And I've really, really, really wanted to print up business cards that have beer skull on one side and on the other side to have rock star bartender this episode to hand out to people who just don't get it. Yeah. Well, I we, mean, and, we, and this episode has generated more hate mail than any episode ever. Because everybody who gets described as a bad patron gets mad about the episode. Well, see, now, well, now I came into the tornado with my sunglasses waving a $20 bill and I couldn't get served. Yeah, well, see, and that's why. what actually Chris Devlin, this friend of ours in Boston, in um, Seattle, we were just talking about that last night because I, because I was a waitress at Barclays and he was really very interested in knowing. Um, what people are like, you know, and and what kind of what like he had certain expectations as a regular customer and was kind of wondering about that. And he was seriously as as a post on um, Bricks, um, the Pacific Brew News site um, about how how much you tip, you know, because of the economy, how much the downturn in the economony, how how much much do you you tip tip bartenders and waitresses? Nothing, Nothing's changed. Least a nickel. At least a nickel. Thank you. Um, I think you know what I think that, um, except for a very enlightened individual, I'm I'm terrible. Even even in countries where you don't tip, like if I know they're married, they get fifty cents. Well, you know, the thing is, is that I, I think that I, I, I really appreciate individuals who have not worked in um, the service industry, for example, that can appreciate um, how you tip or, or recognize what a person does, because I think it's mostly people who are in the industry or who have ever worked in that industry that are the ones that recognize the most how... Um, uh, the recognize, you know, that appreciate and also recognize ridiculous customers. So um, can, you know, can appreciate those who, who know what they're doing and, and people who are just completely clueless. And, and sometimes I think that people who've never worked in that industry are completely clueless. So I, I like the people who can recognize how different? How much? How much hard work it really is You'll to put up with people. To I'll have, yeah, we'll have to listen to that one. If you're going to tell me I'm beautiful, tell me before you've had six pints of IPA. That was a quote from the show. That was that was a, that was a brilliant quote. Really? Now who? Now from who to who? From the bartender. From the bartender point. to the customer. And if you think I, you're going to impress me and woo me, do it before you've had six pints of beer. You know what? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I can work that one. You're going to tell me I'm beautiful after six beers? All right. Yeah. Hand over your wallet, bud. <laughs> you're a really good looking guy, too. 
Oh, wow. Uh-oh. No, it's... I, well. And, you know, i got to tell you, you are our first Barclays uh, employee to be on the show. Really? Yeah. God, and I was like, forever ago, no one even knows who I am from there anymore. <laughs> that was, um, what, let's see, 90... I worked there 92 to 94 and we had mm-hmm. been and we had been um, customers of there uh, before then. I'm number 34 in the beer club and I was the 12th person to reach 100. <laughs> yeah. And I So basically you lapped uh, 22 people. Yeah. Yeah, and those those first couple my, people it was a real race and too. I still so have my original liver. <laughs> Unlike I, I think other people who were in the Hey kid Generate a new liver. <laughs> <laughs> and-